I mean, I mean, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that the Boondocks. I mean, it's highly possible. So. <laughs> the Boondocks got pulled off of BET after having episodes that were critical of Tyler Perry and the owner of BET. And then they started airing them on Adult Swim. But outside of that, I, guess... I don't. I don't 100% remember. Uh, Tyler Perry was reportedly infuriated by his depiction in the season three episode pause first aired in June 2010, although he was officially given no response. Episode stars Winston Jerome. Hold on. In 2020, in June 2020, when the initial run of the boondocks was uploaded to HBO Max, the season three episode of the story of Jimmy Rebel was intentionally excluded due to perceived racial insensitivities over the episode's portrayal of a racist country singer named Jimmy Rebel, a parody of the real-life white supremacist country singer Johnny Rebel. (laughs) Wow. I'm trying to see where it was. Uh, So it looks like in 2014 it was already on Adult Swim. 2013 it was announced uh, announced that Magruder would not be involved in the show's fourth season. Adult Swim stated a mutually agreeable production schedule could not be determined. The season premiered on 2014, ending in June. That doesn't answer my question. Let's look over here to the right. Hmm, it doesn't... It's funny. Maybe I just have to look more into it. No, that show is fucking great. Original Network was Adult Swim. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, because I remember when it aired. I mean, if it's on Wikipedia, then... Then that's one hundred percent true. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember back in two. I was a senior, junior. I was a f- fresh. No, what's? I was a sophomore in high school when this released. Because it released, uh, it aired November sixth, two thousand and five, and then the final episode was season four, which was June twenty third, twenty fourteen. So it's got four seasons. You were in the tenth grade in two thousand five. I graduated oh seven. <laughs> I, I guess that's right. I don't know. Yeah, t- I, I always I always get called a dumb fucking kid because I graduated in 08 when everybody my age group graduated in like 05, 06. I should have graduated in 06. I was supposed to be in first grade. They wanted to up me a grade, but my mom said no. So I kept fighting in like preschool and they were just like, no, he's not mature enough for, for school. He's too mature. <laughs> <laughs> he's about that life and we can't have that well november 6th i would have been in uh my first like beginning junior yeah that okay. makes sense because i graduated in 07 so i was a senior at the be- at the end of 06 so yeah right. that makes sense so now that that shows i thought there was only three seasons as well but apparently there's four well the fourth season was released four years after the third season <laughs> i don't it think i've seen the fourth season uh, there's four seasons, season four. And I thought that the but, creator wanted to make a comeback. Like, I've, I thought I heard uh, rumors that... Uh, there is, so here on Wikipedia, it says there was an attempted film spinoff where hmm. Magruder launched a Kickstarter campaign to raise $200,000 in order to produce a live-action film focusing on the character of Uncle Ruckus. Yo. He stated, <laughs> he stated uh, that crowdfunding would be the sole source of the funding of the film's budget. The campaign was from January 30th through March 1st, 2013, ending with 2,667 backers and only $130,000. That's crazy. That would have uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't know. Apparently, season four was the red cover. 
Season three is the red, uh, green cover. Season two is the blue cover. And then season one is the brown cover. I never went out looking for the DVDs or the Blu-rays. I was always a shitbag that downloaded it. I mean, you can go to HBO Max and watch it now. Yeah. That's where all, that's where I all heard the that, swim shows are. I heard that HBO Max is pretty stocked now. I forget what else that they had, but like, there's a new Adventure Time series. It's on HBO Max. They have a this. lot of Adult Swim stuff is a lot of Cartoon Network and Adult Swim stuff is on there. Yeah, they they have Metalocalypse. I think that was a big thing that I was looking. They at have all HBO. of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, yeah. Oh God, I have to get it now. <laughs> yeah, it's like eleven seasons. They have all of Metalocalypse. They have. I mean, we can just go to HBO Max and see. Because was... I did my first year. Um, I did my first week free. Because they have Whose Lines It Anyway on there. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's all of the episodes, but they have a lot of Whose Line Is It Anyway. Do they um, have so the actually, uh, the precursor to Archer? I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, fr- fr- Frisky Dingo? Frisky Dingo, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let me see if we'll sign it in. Frisky Dingo was amazing. No, they're not. Can I just yeah? I think I got to where I can. Oh, all of Chappelle's shows on here, but all of all of uh, all of Chappelle's show is now on Netflix too, I believe. Uh, what are you fucking? There, search. Uh, Frisky Dingo. Doesn't look like it. Hmm. Nah, no Frisky Dingo. But Adult Swim. Let's just say. Oh, the Holy Kalama Vote concerts on here. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Let's That's see. what's up. You can, oh yeah, you can go over here and so Cartoon Network collection, Adult Swim got, DC, yeah. So it's got Studio uh, Ghibli. Yo, it's got Chowder. Yeah, I mean that's Cartoon Network. Chowder's, Chowder's my shit. Fucking good. Chowder's Mighty Magic. Mighty Magic Swords is supposed to be pretty good too. Flapjacks on here. It's okay. That's cool. Steven Universe is on here, so that's that's pretty big. Regular shows on here. Uncle Grandpa. Oh, shit. Old Dexter's Laboratory is on here, too. Teen Titans is on here. That's dope. Like the OG Teen Titans mm-hmm. or that new not, shit? Not, not Teen Titans Go. Okay. You got Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, Samurai Jack, C-Lab 2021, Super Jail, Home Movies, Metalocalypse, Black Dynamite, The New Show, which is from... Uh, it's Gendy Tartakovsky, which did the the Star Wars Clone Wars stuff. It's the, his new show called Primal. Okay. Which is Which looks pretty dope. And then you got all of Robot Chicken, so and then all of Boondocks. So, That's probably something I got to look into because it's I only fucking ten bucks, fifteen maybe? bucks, fifteen. It's fifteen bucks. They got Tim and Eric, Squidbilly, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. You said Tim and Eric, and I was just like, okay, I need this now. Yeah, Tim and Eric, awesome me, shows on there. Let, let me yeah. go ahead and just sign up now. <laughs> oh God, Mor- moral orals on there. That's right up your alley. Uh, yo, moral oral is my shit. <laughs> moral oral is fucked up. <laughs> it is super good. <laughs> and then they have a bunch of DC stuff, which means they probably have a bunch of the DC movies. They have a Crunchyroll section. Yeah, I guess like. Okay, that's weird. Even though Crunchyroll has its own thing, but they have Kill the Kill on here. They got a bunch of shit. What the fuck? Well, okay. They got Mob Psycho. They got Old Ruroni Kenshin. They got Cabanari or Cabaneri and the Iron Fortress. That was supposed to be really good, but then it fizzled out. So Let's see what and then this Crunchyroll bo- collection is. They got God of High School, Tower of God. Tower of God is super good. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Their anime. If you go to the A through Z, there's not a whole lot. Like, oh, they're yeah? still building. 
Yeah, if you go to that A to Z stuff uh, in each section, it'll they show you They still have some really good shows. I mean, they have Mob Psycho on here. They've got the the Testament of the Sister New Devil. I mean, uh, they got all of your the Your Lie good in fucking, April. They've got all the good fucking Ghibli movies, except for... Was the, the fi- Grave of the Fireflies? That's a Ghibli movie, right? Yeah. Uh, I Maybe? I don't know. Let me double check on that. You want to get fucked up in your brain? Watch that one. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's like on the list of the the ten most fucked up or most controversial cartoons. Like mm-hmm. that Watership Down. Oh, I own that on DVD. <laughs> yeah. The uh there was another one. I got I forgot what it is, but it's like it was an anti nuclear warhead or an anti war cartoon made by a Shh. British studio. And it's just following the last days of this British couple. As they hear on the radio that the government is going silent as nuclear war starts Mm -hmm. raging between the U.S. and Russia. And they experience radiation poisoning. And you just watch like the last day or two that they're alive. It's it's really, (laughs) really uh, depressing. So the D.C. section has a lot of the TV shows has a couple of the movies got the uh jokers on here it's got a lot of the animated movies i don't know why the losers i guess the losers is a dc thing i remember that movie that was an old movie with idris elba and chris evans and what's his name that plays negan jeffrey i can't remember what his name is but no there's a oh when the wind blows okay yeah 86 that looks like oh man that looks depressing as shit it's super depressing it's got the watchman on here too i've heard the watchman show is good which is on hbo so that's eh, not bad 15 bucks uh to start off i mean if you want to binge shit yo they got yeah. clarence oh <laughs> you gotta use your hands <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I know about Clarence is just use your hands. <laughs> they got Clarence. They got We Bear Bears. As you can tell, I'm I'm a fucking child. <laughs> I didn't watch. I didn't watch a lot of though. So okay. So I'm trying to go through here. A lot of these Clarence was before my time or after my time. Mm-hmm. I was Chowder Foster's Home for Imaginary Kids. That show's fucking dope. Flapjack, of course, Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Laboratory. Still no Ed Ed and Eddie. That's interesting. I think Ed, Ed, and Eddie's still on uh, Hulu. Is it? They got Adventure Time and then the BMO spinoff. So, but yeah. 15 bucks ain't bad. Oh, they got old Powerpuff Girls and the new Powerpuff Girls. So, and then I've also heard really good things of Over the Garden Wall. That's a super good series. Yeah. Over the Garden Wall. And then they had Infinity Train, but it's probably not on here because it's still still being made. Okay, KO's on here too. I think that show ended, didn't it? Unfortunately, I think it did. But they had that Sonic the Hedgehog episode that I missed, and I need to go watch that. I mean, fifteen bucks, and then you get all this other shit. I mean, you get Chappelle show. Oh, you get Young Sh- uh, Sheldon. There you go. You can have that. I don't want that. South Park. I mean, you have all South Park. So there you go. <laughs> what else is on here? Friends. I fucking hate Friends. I've never liked Friends. <laughs> Yo, fucking 13 Ghosts! That movie's not great. (laughs) (laughs) But it's enjoyable. Happy Gilmore's on here. You know, this isn't bad. Just another fucking service to add on to your monthly charge to 
get it to the point where it costs the same as cable. <laughs> Pretty much. But at least it could be I mean, like um, shared amongst multiple people. Because my I mean, wife. Think about it. Go ahead. My wife pays for like Disney Plus and shit like that. The only purpose of us having that is for the Mandalorian at this point. Their second season came out. It's pretty mm. good. It's pretty good. Only two episodes have come out. Well, so far, that, I would just like I was gonna say, yeah, I'm just gonna wait. I like to binge watch it, so mm. I'll just wait until it all comes out. We uh, have it so. because of Verizon. Like because we're That's right. serviced with Verizon, we get it for a year for free. Oh, did, wait. We need to look into that then. I think maybe we missed that because Hallie has Verizon. I have work Verizon, so I can't really link anything mm-hmm. like with the the work account. But Hallie has Verizon too, so yeah, definitely double check that. on that. Because she watched all of the fucking uh, Marvel movies in like canonical order. Oh shit, that's a yeah. that's a time sink. She watched it over like the span of a month, so <laughs> I didn't stutter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she watched them all. I mean. But yeah, that's not, I mean, let's think about it because you, you probably have Netflix. I have Netflix. Uh, I don't pay for Netflix. I have a I have a buddy of mine. Normal people. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just let's just inventory this real quick. We'll take the ones that are pretty normal. So you have your Netflix. Mm-hmm. You have your Hulu. Yep. You have. Uh, I mean, everybody watches YouTube, but I pay for YouTube Red. Same. So it's called premium uh, now. It's not called Red anymore. Excuse me, premium. Yeah, it's real premium when they're dropping fucking Google Play. Disney Plus is kind of, especially if you have kids, Disney Plus is kind of a big one right now. Uh, if you're an anime fan, you have Crunchyroll. Or Funimation. Or Funimation, those two, which, by the way, you can only get. I am so far behind on, uh, what is it, Eureka Chan wants to hang out or whatever. I haven't watched it since episode six, so I need to get caught up on that. And it's only on Funimation. Really? It's it on Crunchyroll. It was only... It was only on Funimation back then, and it was only like it was super far behind. Of uh, like, if it was on Crunchyroll, it was only like one or two episodes. Right, like they right, did right. not have as many as Fun- Funimation did. Yeah, someone said on here, uh, "The Dead Don't Die." It's a zombie movie with Bill Murray and Adam Driver, and it's I've heard it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. The other one I said that we watched recently was Channing Tatum. Adam Driver. This movie was stupid. Like, Logan Lucky. You should watch that movie, too. Logan Lucky? I've never heard of it. Logan Lucky. I'll give you the synopsis of this real quick. Uh, West Virginia family man Jimmy Logan, who is, I believe, Channing Tatum, teams up with his one-armed brother Clyde, who is Adam Driver, and sister Melly to steal money from the Charlotte Motor Speedway in North Carolina. Jimmy also recruits demolition expert Joe Bang, who is played by Daniel Craig, to help them uh, break into the track's underground system. Complications arise when a mix-up forces the crew to pull out, uh, pull off the heist during a popular NASCAR race, while also trying to dodge a relentless FBI agent played by Hillary Swank. Also, Seth MacFarlane's in this, and he gets punched in the face. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen that clip. I've seen it's, it. Uh, I think I've seen the clip of him getting. My wife watched it two times, two nights in a row, and then I caught it the second. I caught it like ten minutes into the second viewing, and it's surprisingly really, really good. Hell yeah! I really enjoyed it. It's kind of like a very. You ever see the Italian Job with Mark Wahlberg and Most Depp? And uh, yes, it's like a funny version of that and less actiony. Okay, but it's but it's all dialogue. Like Adam Driver literally owns a bar, 
and like his brother Jimmy, who is Channing Tatum, just shows up, and they're just sitting there drinking. And then uh, at Seth MacFarlane, who is like the big NASCAR guy, he's like he's not even like the NASCAR racer. He's the promote the manager of the, actually the guy that plays uh, Bucky Bucky Barnes in the uh, Marvel movies. He's in this as well. Okay, and he Seth MacFarlane comes in talking shit, and then just like. Of course, Channing Tatum gets in a fight and starts beating the shit out of him. Adam Driver automatically picks up a thing of liquor, stuffs a, ca- uh, a rag in it, walks outside, lights it on fire, and throws it in their van. And it, like, <laughs> no hesitation whatsoever. And it just, like, didn't even, like, need anything. Like, he saw what was happening, and he went and took care of it. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Like, what a Adam fucking Driver, Marine. Adam Driver is good in everything I like him in. Let me rephrase that. I like him in everything but Star Wars. Like he's like most, the only good character in Star Wars. I know. I also haven't watched them since Star Wars: uh, Force Awakens. So, it, I mean, that's the best one. <laughs> but Adam Driver's pretty fucking funny. Like in funny movies, he could be super fucking dramatic. Like there's mm-hmm. a movie. What's the movie with him and Scarlett Johansson? Marriage Story. That movie is that what it is? is? Awful for your feelings. Yeah, but I love those movies. Yeah, it's Marriage Story. I haven't watched it. I've only seen, like, that's the one of the memes. Like, that's the big meme that you yeah. can see of Adam Driver hitting the wall and all Between that Between that and then, like, Star Wars Episode Eight, where he's just like, more, more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a bad actor. Like, he's... Oh, no, he's super good. He's super talented. Like, You ever seen that cat that looks like him? No. Cat that looks like Adam Driver. That was the first fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. There's a cute little cat. Looks like Adam Driver. <laughs> That's an it's ugly great. fucking cat. Yeah, well, Adam Driver's not a beautiful man either. So, <laughs> oh uh, man, you know the that story behind good. him. He got uh, he got hurt real bad. He was a uh, he was a Marine with one six. They were getting ready for a deployment. I heard that he served. Yeah, he uh, he did a TED talk on. The service members who never really deploy and there's always like this feeling and i resonate with it a little bit um there's like this feeling of like you're not really doing what you set out or what you were called to do because you're not mm-hmm. fulfilling the capacity of serving overseas in war it's right. it's it's an interesting piece that he does i think it's only about maybe a half hour not even but yeah he uh he he got hurt started doing like these veteran improv shows was really mm-hmm. successful with it and then got accepted to go to Juilliard I think he went to like some swanky uh that's so fucking school. weird yeah like I guess it... like I mean we could look this shit up <laughs> <laughs> like we're in the like Wikipedia has never told me anything oh yeah yeah driver in the US Marines yeah no God, he's got some big fucking ears man yeah dude <laughs> like, Chat says, and, and then you Marine. got John Oliver sexualizing him every single night on the, on the oh, show, yeah. on his show. Oh yeah, John Oliver's show is, is on there as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, it is. That's, I love yeah, his John shit. Oliver. Yeah, the uh, what was it? It was one of the first things. John Oliver. What's the show called? Uh, well, last week tonight with John Oliver. I, I kind of like that. Kind of scratches my desire for like funny political bullshit. Uh, I could never really get into Bill Maher all that much because like. Eh. He sometimes he's on fucking point and I really appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. his commentary. Other times he's just like overly abrasive and I'm just like, it, it's kind of how his stand up is too. Yeah. It's kind of like hit or miss. 
He's it's it's every now and then. And like I was a huge John Stewart fan. Like I loved the Daily oh, Show. Yeah. I'd catch Who it was every it? single like, week. We all were. <laughs> I mean, like, but it was one of it those was things closer to you because right. he's from New York. He's from New York. I was in New York. 9-11 happened and like when 9-11 happened i was watching like every single fucking week up until his exit and then like i forget his full name but noah who takes over he he is noah good Oliver. he is noah. he is on point noah's noah's stand-up is really good too yeah it is but there was like an edginess not necessarily edginess but like a sharpness like a sharp tongue that john stewart had that I feel like Noah doesn't really Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. There you go. That Trevor Noah doesn't really encapsulate. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. He's good, and I'll watch him when he comes on. But like, whatever oh, man, John I mean, Oliver, or not John Oliver, whatever John, John Stewart, Stewart had, it's uh, fine. It all meshes together because they all came <laughs> from the same show. So <laughs> John Oliver pretty much picked up. So yeah. Shit. What was I gonna say? Oh, I lost it. I mean, of course, you got Stephen Colbert and all that. Uh, no, Trevor Noah's. I like his stand up, but oh no! I mean, one of his iconic rants, John Stewart, is the fucking Chicago style pizza rant. Like that. <laughs> that's so fucking good. Like it's so good. I and I fucking love Chicago style pizza. And I'm just like you're 100. percent right. Like it is a fucking pie. <laughs> that, that is what it is. It takes over an hour to cook it. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, since I guess we're talking about political stuff. We can go in. Let's do we want to address? Oh, it? I don't give I mean, a fuck. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. This we week. We fucking did it. <laughs> this fucking week has got me going. God is good. God is good. God is good. <laughs> Dude, yesterday I was just like, my favorite thing. Let's go to, I want to go to uh, LP's Twitter uh, because I want to share. I woke up yesterday morning. We had a lot of shit to go on going on yesterday. But what I woke up to yesterday morning was uh goddamn lp's been tweeting a lot where was it well he's got to compete with fucking the the second coming of killer of uh of malcolm x mr killer mike dude all right so this was the tweet the first one i saw it says you may now proceed to drink all the liquor and smoke all the weed (laughs) (laughs) like for people that don't fucking know it hasn't been officiated yet because trump's a piece of shit but Joe Biden is the 46th president of the United States of America. Negative. That's not how it works. So. Well, he's the elect. Like, it's not. None of it's saying what I'm seeing is saying officially. It's just he's the presidential elect. Right. Just, just so that we clarify the way that the process works is that even if Trump was not. Even if Trump had conceded, uh, he's still technically not the president elect until the Electoral College convenes. Right. And that doesn't happen until December. And once the Electoral College convenes and the votes finally go through, which there is still the possibility of some fuckery, although it's it's never really happened, it is almost certain that Joe Biden will be elected the next president. And it, let me go ahead. I was look. So let's see. Uh, the his his speech was pretty good too. Like him as Kamala's speech, I watched it last night. I was very and, impressed with Kamala. Oh yeah, Vice and president, I, yeah. I can I can assure you. That anti-Biden or Republicans are going to tear him apart with how his stumbling of his words. Like, dude, he has a fucking speech. He's always had like, that. Yeah, like, leave. Anyway, so yesterday was uh, the day of this recording. Yesterday was the 7th is when the, uh, the speech happened. I'm going to say probably Wednesday is when I said, yo, Georgia's going to flip. Because Georgia was originally in favor of Trump. 
that's what happened was Tuesday hit and Biden was looking pretty good. And then later in the evening, I mean, all the Trumpers voted and uh, all those votes came in. And I, I went to bed very upset. Like, I was just like it, the first thing. And, and I'm going to address it now is it shouldn't be this fucking close. It shouldn't be this fucking close with the, that. That's what everyone, everyone in the world is saying is it shouldn't be. It shouldn't have been this close. No, I it knew it was going to be been. close. But unfortunately, it was this close. And let me tell you, I have been through, I mean, I was born in 88. I've been through a good amount, at least 32 years worth of presidential elections. I've never seen it like this. Like, I've never seen the entire world watching us and watching our election. They might have been, but this one is the one where I felt it the most. I, I okay, so I would disagree. And I think that it's because I... I've paid attention to politics for a long time. Yeah, I have not. So, <laughs> um, every eyes was on everybody when George Bush was going through, both during his first election, uh, which was also a very close election when he went up against Al Gore. Al Gore oh, lost yeah. by a matter of Florida, and that was a five. That was not five month. That was like a six. five six week ordeal because. Um, There's some fuckery going on there. was some fuckery going on with the polls. And and I don't know the entire process, but essentially it came down to a matter of, I want to say, like six or 9,000 or six or 900 votes. It was very, very close. It was like 600. And upon George Bush's exit, I mean, everyone was watching between John McCain and Obama. And a a lot of that came down to the historic rise of President Obama. But then when Donald Trump came on and just like him pressing down on the gas, when all those people showed up for Trump, yeah, yeah, I realized there is a very silent, I don't want to say majority or minority, there is a very silent uh, supporter base that the GOP has. And that's largely because like media politics or politics in the media does get skewed to the left. Be it, you know, for better or for worse. As far as GOP-sided politics in news media, we're kind of looking at Fox News and OAN. But... Right. So when when Hillary went up, everyone was thinking that she was going to win by a landslide. And then she <laughs> completely destroys her. Completely. And that, like, the one thing that you don't understand is, like, the Clintons are hated by both sides of the... Of the uh, of the house like oh i know i'm from the state everyone well i mean like republicans don't like clinton because you know both of them both like you have bill clinton <laughs> oh, well yeah one they're democrat and they think that democrats is short is long form for devil two you have democrats that don't like uh clinton's because they are the antithesis or maybe the antithesis is the wrong word i don't remember the definition for it but they are like the textbook definition of what the state is what the what centralized state government is and they weren't down for that either so a lot of people put stock into trump thinking that he was going to change shit and oh yeah the fuck he did but yeah for the worse that is and i i know i know current president trump will never ever hear this but i would like to personally thank him (laughs) and i've said it before but he got me off my fucking ass and i got in there and voted and all I'm saying is I'm one to one on my presidential election votes. Like I'm one for one. So I voted the first time and he won. Granted, it was fucking close. But what I wanted to say was on Wednesday, 
probably midday Wednesday, I started seeing shit, like started paying attention to shit more. And I was like, hold on a minute. We got a shit ton of mail-in votes in these areas that haven't announced yet. Like, you know, Nevada, Arizona. uh, That's what it was, was Michigan and uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin. And I was like, because I was looking, I was like, Biden's got to get a lot right now. And then later that night, or maybe early Thursday morning, it was like, boom, boom. He got, boom, boom, boom. He got Minnesota, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And I was like, oh, shit, boys, we in it. Like, Mm -hmm. we got this. And then I, I called it the minute I saw the numbers. And I, I looked at the counties in Georgia. I said, Georgia's flipping. And my wife goes, I don't think so. Like, Trump got all of the South. I said, Atlanta hasn't reported. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, Atlanta is Black Lives Matter fucking central in Georgia. And she goes, oh, you're right. And I was like, yeah. And then, like, a day later, I looked at Pennsylvania. And I was like, that bitch is flipping, too. And all Philadelphia I got to say and is, Pittsburgh, man. Mm-hmm. And I, all I got to say is I'm in the middle of Trump country, and I should have found someone be like, I bet you five grand that those fl- those states will flip. And they're so fucking stupid, they would have took it. Like, <laughs> So the I, I called it being close from the get-go. And yeah, you, you said months ago. I, I said a long – one, I said a long time ago that it was going to be close from the get-go. Two, I – like before the election start, right before like – I want to say right before the election like started going in, I made an electoral college uh, or an electoral state map dictating what states were going to be on what side. The only difference that I had, I had a difference of four points. I had North Carolina staying blue, and I believe Georgia or Pennsylvania staying red. And had I flipped those two, it would have been on fucking point. I would have been like the multi-million dollar lottery. I should have bet on this fucking election. There's a streamer called, uh, his name's SD Shepard, and he Mm -hmm. streams a lot of uh, Monster Hunter and stuff like that. And uh, three days, he was like, I don't care if you came to this stream to watch video games, but it ain't about video games. And someone came in like, is this a political stream? He goes, for the next three fucking days, it is. (laughs) Every day, he was just reporting and reporting and he had his he had the actual tracker and then he had like basically his bingo board mm-hmm. where uh, he was you know you could switch things and all that it it just felt like and i get it there is a shit ton of stuff to still do but i will tell you right now yesterday it just felt like there was this weight lifted at least a little bit yeah just a little bit i think everybody can say it's not completely gone like we got a lot of shit to do but there's already like a slew of fucking uh, executive orders that elect Biden has already oh, announced. Monday he's appointing he's appointing his uh, the disaster like basically the disaster team heads the COVID like for, disaster uh, relief yeah grouping yeah the uh, the there's just a lot we've got the Paris Accords that we got to worry about we got the nuclear deal with Iran we've got how we're going we got to get back COVID. into who. We got to get back in the who yep. we got to get back with the what was the thing we recently got out of the Paris, uh, I think, agreement that we got. That was out first. Of. The most recent thing that we left was the World Health Organization. We got to we got to get back in this shit. Like, so there's just a lot of bullshit that we need to start catching up. Nationally, so America has Trump has fucked us for a while, but it's it's going to sound fucked up because I, even though everything that's happening domestically, I tend to vote first and foremost based on foreign policy. That's the number one thing that I care about. Afterwards, then, yeah, definitely the, the social issues. And I understand that 
you know, people are worried that Biden's going to charge you all these all this fucking money on taxes and blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's fine. I've lived in opulence for the last four years. It's I'm cool <laughs> with it. Like, I understand if I can if that means I have to give money to make sure that my taxes are going to help pave roads or schools or other bullshit like that. It is what it is. That's what I want. Yep. Now, make sure those fucking taxes are being taken care of the right goddamn way. That's true. And in that's, Arkansas, that's a huge a problem one. that the government mm-hmm. has. What, what ends up happening is that big government becomes so big that you can't properly manage it because it's, right. it's similar to the situation in China. You, the emperor, it, the land is so vast and the emperor is so far away that lower level officials can just do whatever the fuck they want. And that's something that yeah. we need to avoid here in the United States. So j- there, there needs to be reform on all sorts of levels. And then people are talking about like gun rights, gun rights, gun rights. I am a huge Second Amendment head. Yeah. But I know that there are Democrats that are also pro-Second Amendment. So even though I don't want my guns, gun rights infringed on, I'm fairly confident that those things are not going to be overturned. And if, they, if they're threatened... You got to do what you got to do. You got to fucking get out there and make sure your voice is heard. Fucking petition against yep. that shit. I mean, oh, I, I know a lot of like people. like we did here. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> I know there's a lot of, lot of Democrats that disagree with me on that. I'm, yo, make everything legal and then just put a fucking a license on that shit. A license to own on that shit. Background Isn't that checks. what Oregon or Oregon did or something? Did, wasn't there a state that legalized like all fucking drugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, let me. Let me. Look, okay. <laughs> Besides the election, besides the presidential election, we have to address that there are other shit going on here. It's not just the presidential election. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch. Of, there's amendments going through. There's uh, senators, uh, House representatives, all this shit. And, but that was a couple of the things that stuck out was one of the states, and I want to say it was Oregon or somewhere on the east, the west coast, just legalized all fucking drugs. New Jersey and I think Arizona, they legalized marijuana. Like, recreationally, mm-hmm. there was a House representative that was dead that got elected. <laughs> you, you saw that, right? <laughs> the guy died of COVID back in October, and he got elected. <laughs> like, That's just Jesus crazy. Christ. Chat says the all the gun nuts. 4, 000... Go ahead. Chat says all the gun nuts I know are liberal. Hey, it, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't, 4, I don't trust the crazy-ass rednecks, dude. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, you shouldn't. 4,000 people in Arkansas voted for Kanye West. There's about 16 states that you should avoid because I think Michigan or Minnesota, they're both pretty cool. I think it was Minnesota, got 7,000 votes for Kanye. And I'm just like, bro, this ain't time to joke, all right? Like, that shit's wild. This shit, this shit is crazy, but that shit's I wild. will say yes, there were celebrations in the streets, not only in America, but in Italy, in France everywhere man like you gotta stop and think if you are trump which he won't do this because this isn't how his brain works but you gotta sit and think it's like that meme where it's the nazi guy that's like are we the bad guys like just realizing (laughs) like that he would would, he'll never do it though no it would never happen it's it's one of those things where uh fucking i i was watching all the all the cities and everyone celebrating and i know it's going to be a throwback to some of the questions that are in this week's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. questions for the podcast but i was immediately like this is like watching coruscant celebrating the death of the emperor at the end of star wars episode six 
where like everyone is fucking partying. I'm just like hell fucking yeah. Oh yeah, there was someone hell that mixed the, yeah. the the celebrations with the Yub Nub song. So because <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this song? And I heard a fucking Ewok go Yub Nub, and I was like, oh okay, that's what this is. Uh, but I am. I mean, I've never, I've always been the guy like your vote fucking doesn't matter. I'm not gonna follow this shit. This shit's changed my mind. Like I'm completely 180 on this. Like I'm paying attention to shit now. Now, granted, don't pay attention to the point where you want to like you're losing your fucking mind. But be informed of situations that are going on, especially at the local level. Yeah, that's where you should start first. The local laws but, are going to affect your life most directly. That's yes. why you need to pay attention to fucking everything, and realize that the fight is not over. Because more than likely, we're not going to get the uh, the the Democrats are not going to get the majority in the Senate, and that's just they got the House. They got, but they didn't get the Senate. They're they're on track to get the House. The Senate it's going to be close. The Senate's going to be super close because there's a runoff but, in Georgia for the Senate seats. There's two seats that I believe that are open, and when the when the votes came in to see who can be eligible for the runoff number one number two democrat and republican that's going to split it right down the middle i also feel like a single party shouldn't be in control of all three things they shouldn't have the presidency house and the senate i don't feel like that is maybe i just don't know enough about it but i just feel like that's not good so that's that's something something that i'm like torn on because usually i want to vote policy the way that I think that, you know, our legislation should work or the way that we vote is more so on policy rather than political party, because there are just some people that are in a political party that I don't agree with. And it's both sides of the House. There are certain things I agree with the Republican side more so than I believe with the Democratic side. I think I, I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm liberally uh, or fiscally conservative, but I, I get some of the things that they say, I think that, you know, taxes should be reduced for smaller businesses in situations like that. When it comes to social issues, I'm definitely more on the left. There's no political yeah. party that matches that. So I have to, like, I, yeah, pick and here's choose. The Someone's like, well, because I'm so ready for holidays this year. Let's just be honest. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to be like, oh, are you a Democrat? I'm like, no, I don't choose a party. I choose. First of all, I'm not Democrat because I voted Biden. I voted Biden because it wasn't fucking Trump. That's why I voted Biden. Mm. Like, let's be honest. I want, but yeah, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, doing the local level shit. The other thing I would like to say is, uh, primo memes out of this election. A fucking plus memes. I can tell you right now. My, my favorite personal... meme that I saw so let's far. Let's see if we can find it. Let's see. Go ahead. Is there's there's this meme that goes on that's from a couple years ago, but it's a white guy in a pool trying to talk to a black chick like him. <laughs> <laughs> and the caption's like, "Well, I didn't vote for him this time." <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Okay. So this was my favorite one. If you're watching the stream right now, my favorite one is the. The fight between Gohan and Cell. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is my absolute <laughs> fucking favorite. Because the Vegeta is, what is it? Uh, it's it's not Michigan. We'll see it here in a second. Because let's be honest, Vegeta saved the fucking day in that fight. Mm -hmm. But the primo fucking memes are so fucking good. Yeah, it was, oh, it was Michigan. That was the one that, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, man. The black vote fucking helped on this one. 100%. I mean, you got you got the Atlanta area, you got the Detroit area, like they fucking I mean, we could look at it. 
as of right now, votes that are counted are over 145 million votes. Yeah. That is the most ever, absolutely ever in America. So I, so I want to say I've always had a philosophy where do I like hate groups like the KKK and the Westboro Baptist Church? No. Obviously. I absolutely denounce them, all that stuff. Do I feel like they need to exist for us to know how we as a people can come together to fight evil forces? Yes, because there has to be a balance. They're all, and you always see it in video games, too. There has to be a balance. If there's too much good, then the good becomes evil. If there's too much evil, then the evil stays evil. You know, you have to have the balance. But I'm also just a firm believer in having an outlet where we can all say, fuck you. And the Westboro Baptist Church and the KKK are some of those and Trump are some of the best things. I don't necessarily agree with that because the problem is is that when those when those groups exist and you give them the platform to say what they say, right? There's always going to be those the, that one or that few where they turn around and be like, "You know what? This guy is making sense." And that's when it becomes a yeah. problem. Yeah. There was uh, I forget who the comedian was talking or which comedian was saying it, but he was at a bar or something like that and this you know, this Nazi white supremacist guy came in and the bartender automatically pulled out a shotgun and said, get the fuck out. And the guy, the other, the comedian was like, man, what, like, why can't you like, he's just one guy. He's like, you start letting one of them in. They start becoming, all of them start coming in. Then this bar becomes a white supremacist bar. And now this County is a white supremacist County. He goes, you got to stop that shit at the beginning. And I was like, that dude's 100% fucking right. Like you got to stomp that shit out. Like, whew, I mean, I could sit here. I could walk, talk about the whole fucking podcast could be about this. But, no, go to Twitter and, my, and find some of the memes. The memes are fucking Memes primo. are one of my, A+. Plus. One of my favorite ones. The best ones are between the Count and Trump. The like, Count, Count and the Sesame Trump. Street. Pretty fucking good. I, I I like the Avengers one. Chat had brought it up. And oh, dude. The, the, yeah, Avengers, the one, Avengers one is real good. Pretty fucking good. All I got to say, it's just, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling, like, first of all, in a bad way to see that how fucking close it was. Yep. But also to see, like, all those years I've been told that your vote doesn't fucking count. Of all those years of me saying, like, why do I fucking vote? It doesn't fucking matter. Like, it's completely been true. I had tears in my eyes yesterday when I heard the announcement. Like, I legitimately, I was just like, holy fucking shit, like... This is like all the shit we've had to deal with. Like, like I said, doesn't fix everything, but goddamn, does it fucking feel good? And I got high as shit yesterday, <laughs> so I don't care. I'm saying it on the podcast. I got high as fuck yesterday. Like, it was so great. But I am very curious to see. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I don't know if this... I don't. I want to click on this one, <laughs> but I know. Cut I it. Cut think... it. Cut it before we get fucking. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, we all know. We know what this. It's like when you hear the Pornhub jingle, you're like, "That sounds familiar." So, but no, one of the favorite ones too is uh, there was a guy. It was a news reporter or something, and uh, this and he's reporting, and this guy, this Trumper, walks up behind it in the shot, and the guy turns around. He's like, "Hey, what?" He's like, "What's going on, pal?" And the other guy goes, "Hey, is this real news or fake news?" And the reporter, it sounds like, and everyone thought in the beginning, he goes, "Fuck off," and he turns back around. <laughs> But he actually says buzz off. It's been confirmed that he says buzz off. Mm. But I, in my head, am always going to remember it as fuck off. And then he turns back <laughs> around with a big smile on his face. 
It's so great, man. I'm so fucking happy. Like, this is just a good fucking time right now. But, like we both said, I'm curious to see how shit goes. All I gotta say is, how how are you going to get mad after you spent the last six months telling your voter base not to use mail-in ballots? <laughs> how, how are you gonna say, stop the count here, but keep the count going here, don't worry about these votes here? That's... <laughs> That's you. It, it's not pick and choose. It's not like build your own six pack, man. Like you, it's all the same shit. Like the best one that I saw was how'd you get fired on your day off, Donald? And he, it was the picture of him. Go- he was golfing when the announcement happened yesterday. What really? What was that? What do you mean? No, I'm sorry. You said I thought you were responding to chat. My bad. No, well I was because uh, I mean one of the chat members, Zombie Hunter, is from where I grew up. And uh, he mentioned that that was on Channel 12 News back back home on Long Island. And I'm just like, oh, shit. The, the shit that you were talking about. Yeah. That's crazy. It's just, it's absolutely, it's. I'll, and I told Hallie yesterday, because we watched the, 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 the speech last night. And I told her, I said, look, I don't know if it's going to be Joe and uh, Jill or if it's going to be Kamala and Doug. But someone was fucking last night. And I can tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, I, I want to I call this right now. Uh, I gave, and it's going to sound shitty. Uh, we all know that uh, I, I'm, I don't think Joe's going to make it the full four years. I don't, I don't think he is either. And um, I, so Kamala, I, I, Kamala, yeah. Kamala, not going to lie, you weren't my first choice. We're not my first choice. But no. I, I I hope that you're able to surround yourself with some very, very intelligent and compassionate people. Yep. I have a lot of faith in you, especially after what you said last night. I thought it was very symbolic that she was wearing an all white power suit too. Hell yeah. I thought that Hell was yeah. pretty that was pretty spot on. Yeah, good, uh, the, some good of the best her, things was uh, the best one was someone put the John Cena theme to Biden walking out. I was like, <laughs> Zabadu! <laughs> it's so good, man. It's it's a real it's a real good time. Like this week, this was a good weekend. Like it one was. of the things, uh, there's a comedian t- called uh, his name is Tom Papa. He's a really funny comedian, and uh, in his newest special, there's a clip that I always hear nonstop, and it's just him yelling. He goes, today's going to be a good day. And like that is uh, I'm putting that in my stream now. That's going to be a, a, a thing. It's just it's a yesterday was a good day. Today was a good day, too. But we got a lot of I mean, there's a lot, got of, work a lot of work. We got a, a lot, lot of work, work in front to of do. Us. And, it, and it starts tomorrow. Like, that's, yep. let's do it. But uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, you want to Malcolm X 2.0 fucking killer Mike. It's good, like, that's the thing too. killer. Mike's like, I don't want to fucking do this like that. Like when when the black lie, when George Floyd's death happened. And he he did his announcement in Atlanta, and like I think Ti like basically like coerced him to do it, and he got up there. He's like, I don't want to be here right now. He goes, I shouldn't be here right now, but I'm gonna tell you what I want. I've already I haven't bought it yet, but I want one of his shirts that say, "Plan." What was it? Mobilize and all that stuff. I want one of those shirts. So hell yeah. But it feels good, man. It feels real fucking good right now. So anyway, so, baller ass icebreaker. It's pretty good. Uh, I don't know which one was the icebreaker, but we had multiple ones. Choose what you liked. So, but no, let's go on. Uh, we'll move on into weeks. Uh, I'm gonna keep this up for a second because I'm in my week. I wanna, I wanna show what I'm going to be talking about here in a second. Okay. So, uh, the first thing I'll just go into it. Let me, uh, let me grab this real quick. And I don't know if I, I don't. 
No, because last weekend he was doing the mod. So. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got my mod, and I know you have one coming, mm-hmm. which you can talk about yours as well, and we can pull up the pictures. I think uh, I could probably – I think uh, it's on Game Tracks. He put it on his Twitter. But uh, I got my – and uh, actually, let's switch over real quick. I'll let you guys see this big cam style. But I got my modded Game Boy Advanced from Game Tracks, and this thing is fucking sweet. I was wondering, I was like, man, why did he put Crash Bandicoot on the cover? I was like, oh, blue and orange. I got it. It works perfectly. Uh, no, this thing's fucking clean. Uh, I paid forty bucks extra. The only downside, the only downside I will say, and this isn't because of him, but it's because of the button set, is my start and select button are not orange. They are also uh, they're black. But yeah. I paid forty. I paid $40 extra for the rechargeable pack installation. I'm fine with that because I'm really happy because it's USB-C. Everything should be USB-C now. USB-C is the fucking shit. But no, this thing is fucking dope. It has a brightness controller. Let's see if we can get it. There we go. There's no game in it right now, so we can't actually go into Well, no, I can grab a game. Uh, no, that's still clean. It's super that's clean. It clean has... Uh, I can show you, too. I think if you hit select and then the shoulder buttons well this is a the game fuck boy. are you putting in there is that is that fucking this, pokemon this, crystal yeah it is a game boy color game but uh you are able to control the brightness level with holding select and then hitting the l and r buttons hell so, yeah uh no that thing's fucking dope uh i kind of want to jump into another giveaway but you know how i am where i'm like oh i want to buy this or i want to get one of these and i'm like how hard is it to do yourself so, I have an old Game Boy SP here. Nothing, you know, silver version. Nothing too fancy. But here's what I wanted to show everybody. And uh, we'll go over to it real quick. So, I have ordered... I went to handheldlegend.com because that is where Game Traps, Game Tracks gets his stuff from. And uh, I have bought... I bought it last night. I bought a modding set for my SP. I bought a new screen... I bought everything, so uh, unfortunately, I don't think I can pull my order up, but I got the Ava 1 colors, which is, I got the Atomic Purple Shell, okay. which looks really fucking nice, which I'll pull up here, here it is, right here, Atomic Purple Shell, which comes with, uh, I think it comes with the hinge cover, it comes with a Nintendo sticker, it comes with the little covers for the hinges, it comes with screws. It comes with all that stuff. So I got that, and then I went with a new button set, and I went with the clear lime green. And this shit is going to look real fucking clean is all I got to say. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I call it the Ava colors. Everybody else that we know calls it the Wooly colors because those are Wooly's colors on everything. But, no. it co- And then I bought the uh, – this. I bought this – the screen's actually on sale. It was 55 bucks. But I got the Game Boy Advance SP IPS backlit LCD kit. And uh, I'm curious to see when this one comes in if it has the mod, the addition for the brightness control. Because there is some, uh, if you want the brightness control on this specific board that I've been seeing, uh, you do have to do a, a light amount of soldering. Which yeah. It's fine. I know how to solder. It's not I've bad. Got a soldering gun and all that stuff. So. What's this site again? This site is called Handheld Legend. It has Game Boy Advance, Game Boy SP, Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Color, Game Boy. It has uh, recently they just got stuff on here for Game Gear shells. So hell yeah, 
I really, I, I, I really am going to ask Scotty you. Gave me that Game Gear. I'm going to ask you pull up the uh, the Discord because I yeah, sure. want to show off mine. GT yeah, sure. just recently finished my mod for the the Game Boy Advance, and this one I asked for a. Uh, you know, obviously backlit screen USB C, but I also it's also coming with a pack with pretty much every single Game Wait, Boy Advance hold on. game. Hold on. Instead of showing this, let's go look at the video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Game Tracks, instead of streaming my mod, look at that. That's 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 a beautiful electoral college map. Gorgeous. It's great. Absolutely I was pulling gorgeous. it is. It was very good. Uh this is this Game Tracks? This is not Game Tracks. Uh, Uno, <laughs> Uno moment. <laughs> Uno momento, I'll find it. So, anyway, Game Tracks you, you, did a, a video doing the breakdown on how he installs the mod and where you need to solder and installing the USB-C. And I am going to rub it in your face a little bit. My GBA mod, it's it's blue, yellow, red, because I wanted the Sonic the Hedgehog colors, Sonic, mm. Tails, Knuckles. But my start and select buttons are red. They're not black. Yeah, uh, he told me that <laughs> when I chose the color scheme. Your color scheme didn't have it? He said that the orange ones might not have, they might be black buttons for start and select. Big and I oof. said that is, I said it's perfectly fine. Let's go to my history because I've watched it recently. Yo, fucking Rich shaved his head off. That motherfucker. People are listening to me, bro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to, let's, can we do this at a faster speed? Playback speed. We'll do. Uh, I'm pretty sure you have to go to the sprocket. Yeah, we got it. So he's showing off the old one, but let's get to the actual mod. So he goes through the mod, shows you how to do everything. He he cleans that. He cleaned up all your connectors too, which is really fucking nice. Mm -hmm. He used isopropyl on your connectors, which is if your controllers are ever fucking up, especially with your old controllers, pop them open, clean those connectors, and get you some new rubber uh, rubber push like things that go in there, and mm -hmm. usually that fixes it. So if you want to go watch the video, it's on his uh, YouTube channel at Game Tracks Twitch is what the game uh, the video is called. But let's get to the end so we can see what it looks like. It looks pretty slick. Looks pretty good. I don't know how he gets those stickers on the first try. You went with the Super Famicom cover, the tempered screen, which is pretty yeah, fucking cool. Um, I like I'm super fucking excited for that. I think that shit good. is so fucking clean. It looks Look real at that. good. Boom. Sonic Advance. It looks pretty good. Fucking sexy. It looks real good. Someone got jealous, so he had to get his another one. So, <laughs> well, the thing is, is that I had one, I believe, either his first or second build, and it was won, it was blacked yeah. out. Um, but the thing is, is that it didn't have a USB C charger. It was it's just you had nice. to use batteries, which is which is fine. The batteries last forever. But yeah, I wanted you also got it for free. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, you know what? I don't mind spending the extra money. Uh, I already told Raijin Dragon I'm going to be forwarding the the blacked out one that I have over to him, mm -hmm. and uh, no, it's uh it's all good, bro, all yeah. good. So yeah, this is dope. Uh, I'm ex super excited with it. I'm super excited. I will depending on when the parts come in. They I ordered them yesterday, so they probably won't come in until maybe later next week. I will be uh, streaming the mod. So, okay. Uh, I've already taken this SP apart. That's why I'm being a little careful with it because I forgot to put the screw back on the uh, the hinge one. Uh, I've already taken it apart, so I know what to do. But I put it back together for the mod, so I can take a picture of it and also do the stream and all that stuff too. So. Hell yeah! But that's uh, what's up. So yeah, I got that. I want to say right now, first and foremost, Pokemon Stadium fucking cheats like a motherfucker. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Have uh, you gotten Pokemon Stadium two yet? Uh, I'll get into it. 
But uh, I played Pokemon Stadium two or Pokemon Stadium one last week because H two O was usually when I do my I've dubbed them farts and craft streams now, so I know I'm super original on that. But uh, those are uh, whenever I do my Pokemon Perler beads, I've been doing those a lot lately. I usually do a dual stream with H two O because he's playing, he's catching all the Pokemon in Pokemon Red. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to... He's not using Doduo or Dodrio Tower because he doesn't want to go through the pain of getting the Doduo or Dodrio Tower. And let me tell you, it's a fucking pain. I think three hours. I, all I had to do was... Luckily, the copy of Pokemon Stadium I had to unlock... the. For anyone that doesn't know, the Doduo Game Boy Tower and the Dodrio Game Boy Tower in Pokemon Stadium, Doduo Game Boy Tower allows you to play Pokemon Yellow, Red, and Blue at two times speed. If you have the Dodrio Tower, it lets you play it at three times speed. That thing's fucking crazy when you're playing it three times speed. I'll just tell you that right now. But to do it, you have to beat the... I don't know the exact names of the cups. I think it's Prime and Pokey. But the 50 the fifty uh, level uh, cup range, which is 50 to 55, you have to beat that cup. You have to beat it on Pokey Cup, Great Cup, Ultra Cup, and Master Cup. Okay. Master Ball. The balls. And then you also have to do it, which is probably the easier one, because you can use Mewtwo, and Mewtwo's fucking broken as shit in the first games. And that's level 100s. Just a level 100. Uh, the only, Luckily, my copy of the game already had the Doduo Do Tower. All I had to do was beat the Master Ball Cup on the 50 to 55 range one. I even went into the game and I did the cheat to where I could get level, you know, unlimited items so I can make my own team. Because I also read somewhere that you have to do it with your own team. You can't do it with rentals. I don't think okay. that's true. It's just easier to do it with your own team. But... I did it one. I was trying to do it one night. I did it for three hours. I lost at the last one. I'm just like, Jolteon's fucking bullshit. Like, all this other stuff. Because IVs and EVs also matter back then, too. So you can't just rare candy them. I'm like, oh, my Alakazam I know is faster than this Pokemon. Nope. I guess they had EVs and speed because now it's faster than my, well, Kadabra. Because I don't have two transfer packs. But I'm just like, this is fucking bullshit. Ninetales isn't that fucking fast. But, anyway. Confused teams can go fuck themselves. Thunder Wave and Rap teams can also go fuck themselves, is all I got to say back then. Are you upset uh, that they weren't playing by Smogon rules? Is that what I'm hearing? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, just bullshit freezes. Like, freezes don't happen a lot. I'm just like, all right, yeah, I got fucking frozen. This is bullshit. But finally, yesterday, after three hours of playing, I unlocked it. I had the Dodrio Tower in Pokemon Stadium. And now I don't fucking care. Like, I don't want to play Pokemon Stadium anymore. Because I have... Thanks to uh, you and Scotty, I have downloaded the app called Mercari. I was very skeptical on it at first, but mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, this is really fucking dope. It's a very easy-to-use app that you could just... It's basically like eBay, but easier. And you can message sellers and, like, counter... And, like, offer them something. They can counter offers and, like, all that stuff, which is really fucking cool. I picked up a copy of poke and luckily with when you download the app on a $50 purchase Macari gives you a $20 off coupon right so I got Pokemon Stadium 2 and a transfer pack for 55 bucks which isn't too I basically got the transfer pack for five dollars no that's Poke that's that's good that's a decent price Pokemon Stadium 2 is around 50 bucks right now so I'm in the process of trying to get a Pokemon red Pokemon fire red for around 35 but bitches be assholes sometimes so <laughs> Uh, but no, those should be coming in uh, sometime early next week. So I'll probably stream that because I was watching a stream earlier of someone playing Pokemon Stadium 2. And I'm just like, oh, Pokemon Stadium 2 just takes 
everything that was good about Pokemon Stadium One and just makes it better. Like, oh yeah, all that shit. So I'll be playing that. Maca- yeah, Macari. I'm really happy with Macari. So and then the last thing that is pretty notable. I mean, I did some streams last week. We were going to do our Mario. Uh, Super Mario 64 uh, race, but we ended up not doing it. I think we just tired. It's, it's fucking tiring. So, but last thing we did, and I can't believe I, I did this strictly for the kids. That's uh, that's all I will say is what I did. It. And this will segue into your week as well. But okay. yesterday we played, I think you only played two. I played about three games of Sonic Shuffle with Scotty and Kusanagi and you. Uh, man, that game. We had some people in the... Uh, first off, let me start this off by... We hit. We w- raised over $1,500 for uh, the Children's Network... Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Yep. So that's fucking dope as shit. Uh, yesterday's stream, I think we got like $50 worth of donations, and that pushed us over the $1,500 that we were trying to do. But that game is... Uh, and Scotty will say he was having a blast the entire time. <laughs> but that game is... The nice word is ambitious. That game... <laughs> Is fucking ambitious for what it was trying to be and do. Mm. Granted, if we could have played the game with actually seeing the BMU and seeing our cards, it probably would have been a lot different. Right. But just going in that bitch blind and just trying to fuck each other over, it's some bullshit. It is some bullshit. I will take Mario Party over Sonic Shuffle any fucking day of the week. I have a... How do I want to say this? I, I I went in there expecting to be able to know enough from playing that game to put that shit on the tier list. I need to experience, like, story mode. I need to, like, look at it a little bit further and a little bit I feel deeper. bad for you playing against computers is all I'm going to say. Yeah, no. I mean, like, when you dipped out earlier and then we switched over big to just That's easy. the one cool thing. He was easy. Yeah, you could you do it mid-game. Which because is they spot. knew they knew that people were going to get pissed off and just be like, yo, fuck this game. Fuck you, Jimmy. I don't like you anymore. I'm leaving your house. <laughs> but Sonic Shuffle's AI is so... The only difficulty that the AI has, as far as easy, medium, hard, is the minigames. Because I do think that the mini in the minigames, they are kind of stupid. But as far as like where to Mario go Party on the board... <laughs> like the, the concept is, is that in, in Mario Party, you have to roll in order to... Uh, find how many spaces that you're going to be moving in sonic shuffle they're all cards and they're face down but the ai knows what card uh to pick you shouldn't be able to steal cards from each other that easily like that (laughs) that is what breaks that for computers yeah because the computers know exactly where your good cards are and they're gonna fuck you over every time yeah like that's it doesn't matter what difficulty they are that's just how it is but man it is you weren't there for the fourth dimension stage you, you played thought, what we played after so i came back after my meeting and you guys were playing the firebird level yeah and then you dipped out because you had shit you had to do me and scotty and kusa played the nature level and then we played the fourth dimension level you thought navigating the map was hard in the basic levels the fourth dimension level you go in every i mean you're going in all fucking deme- you know you're going up down left right like it is fucking confusing as shit it was not fun at all. And I think Scotty, I, was, I told Scotty, I was just like, dude, this is my last one. I'm fucking done. I was like, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Like, you want to play this game with two computers? Go ahead. But I'm fucking done. Like, 
I was not having a good time. That game is fine for a one-hour donation goal during uh, the 24-hour marathon. But playing it for five hours, we played it roughly? Fuck that. I'm good, bro. I'm Fuck good. that. I'm like, very glad we got over $1,500, but I'm good on Sonic Shuffle. I think that the minigames, some of the minigames are okay. I love the they're, tanks. They're fine. The tanks are fine. The Navigating through fine. that overworld, just on the board. I think it's so fucking dumb that, one, you have to burn cards in order to kill enemies to lower their hit points. I think yeah. that shit is stupid. Two, that I have to draw the specific card and only gain access to the benefits of certain spaces when I land on that space. If I draw a six and the precious stone, which is the equivalent to the star, is three spaces away, I should be able to interact with that fucking precious stone. But nope. I can't. Instead, they say, oh, you can move forward and backward, and somehow that makes shit better. No. Fuck that shit. It's I kept stupid. Picking, I kept picking big because if big rolled a six, he he could land on any spot he wanted. Mm-hmm. So that's why I liked big. But I've also oh I've also I need to reach out to Osinart because I have a new fucking commission. I have not seen this on the internet, but I want a Biggie cat shirt, and it's going to be Biggie Smalls in his iconic pose with the crown. But it's going to be fucking Big the cat. <laughs> And it's Biggie the Cat. <laughs> I've dubbed it here. If anyone gets that done before me, I will sue you. <laughs> like, that is how that works, I believe. This is still Trump's America right now, so. <laughs> but, uh, no, that game, like I said, I'm glad we raised the money. I'm glad we, because, like, everyone's like, oh, shit, today's Extra Life Day. I'm like, bro, I put my time in already. Like, fuck that. Fuck that game. Fuck that game. I, Nick Flair. He's part of the Mega Vision crew, all that stuff. He's like, I love this game. I have fond memories of it. We had like five or six people coming in, like, ex- like declaring their love for this fucking game. They're like, this I'm game's like, great. I'm like, how? What? How? Or Red Dragon came in by there himself. He... <laughs> that man, he even said in the chat, he goes, it was fucking abysmal, but I beat the game <laughs> by myself. And I'm just like, bro. Like, I let me pray for you, bro. Like, <laughs> I still That's need to crazy. see a picture of his hot ass mom, though. I still haven't seen a picture. I'm he mad. got, yo, bro. He he don't don't play with like that. Don't play like I I thought I almost lost an editor on Monday because I kept ripping on him and he was just look. Like, Dude. I gotta deal with VTuber shit. I'm gonna talk about how hot your mom is. Like that's just how it's gonna be. Like that's just how it's gonna be. Like he was just like, dude, stop! Everyone <laughs> talks about it. Yeah, I'm just dude. like, I, I won't do it. I won't be the one. It won't be All my right. fault if he walks out. <laughs> I mean, you you'd have to edit it again. It's not me. So yeah, so don't fuck it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all I. That's basically all I got for my week. So uh, TJ says it's horrible. I regret that when the game came out and I picked it up. A family, my family went on vacation to Florida. I spent my time trying to get through that game in a hotel room while my family went to the parks. The ending was not even worth the frustration. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? I mean, if he's like me, I don't like amusement parks either. Like, I don't like big ones. Like, what's fuck wrong Disney. with you? Fuck that shit, man. Like, unless so when I. Unless I got that VIP pass that lets me go through everything super fucking fast, mm-hmm. I fuck amusement parks, bro. I don't like that shit. 
I would you know, go to Six Six Flags is not like Disneyland and all that shit. Like Six Flags is manageable. Bush Gardens is kind of manageable. But Bush like Gardens Disneyland- is a grown ups playground, dude. I yeah. you get to day drink. Bro, I had That's like two perfect. bottles. Two bottles of fucking wine from Germany. And I was double fisting them fucking things, bro. That's I great. was wasted. But Fuck Disneyland and how much it fucking costs, bro. People that go to Disneyland, they're like that don't have kids are fucking psychos. Like that's what they are. They're psychos. <laughs> bro, that reminds me of the time Tiff and I went to fucking Legoland, not realizing that it was made for kids. Yeah. We show up to the entrance and we're just like, oh god, we made a terrible yeah. mistake. Security guard walks up to you like, which one of these kids are you diddling? Like that's what, that, <laughs> like, that's what the security guard should have said to y'all. But there are people out in California, they're like just like, I mean, Aaron and Susie from Game Grumps, they just go all the time. Gerard goes. They just go to Disneyland. No way. I'm like, I get it. Like, Scotty and Rachel probably go because Rachel fucking loves Disneyland. But like, ah, oh, bro, like even if I have kids, like, I'm going to be like, yo, we for this money, I could buy you all these toys. And we can stay at home in our underwear. Like, like, fuck that shit. Some of it is the experience. Like, Tiff and I were talking about it. And if we were ever to go back to Disneyland, like, we're probably going to do it at five-year intervals. So, Alexi, we took Alexi when he was three. And he's not going to remember too much of it. Or he'll remember maybe eight. If anything at all. But he'll, he'll remember eight. He'll remember 13, you know? So if we're you gonna... take him at 18... Yeah, 18 will be the last time I take that motherfucker. After that, you got to pay for your own damn tickets. You might not even take him at 18, depending on if he turns out like you. So- <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, TJ says he has, his, he's has he got a buddy that works at Disney World, so he gets free passes. Yeah, I'd go if it was free. Mm-hmm. But I, I, w- I never got to go. I wish I would have been able to go to Nickelodeon Studios. That would have been awesome. Bro, I, I watched a stream where Majin Obama talked about his experience going to Nickelodeon Studios. That sounds fucking dope. It sounds so fucking cool. We went to Universal when we went to California. Universal was really cool. It wasn't mm-hmm. that expensive. We got like we got the VIP pass for one time through each of the rides, which I'm super glad because back then I was so fucking fat, I couldn't get in most of the rides. <laughs> Couldn't get in the Harry Potter rides because the fucking like they have a thing that you can check to see if you're big because you got to like walk through shit. It's experience. And at the beginning, they're like, here's two seats. Let's see if your fat ass can fit in this fucking ride. I get on it and Hallie goes, did it click? I'm like, no, it didn't fucking click. So I throw it off. I go get like four butter beers, which should have had beer in them, which they don't fucking don't. They're just caramel like cream soda. And uh, the Simpson ride was cool. That was like a virtual ride and all that stuff. But. We were in and out of Universal in like four hours. That's amazing. So. I I sent it's because it's because October is around Tiff's birthday. Uh, uh, the last time that we went to Florida, I paid for her ticket to go to Universal, but it was the, like the, the VIP. Uh, yeah. First off, Fright Night. Second off, VIP. She can just go on every single fucking ride. Like this is what you do. You're like. When you're walking by. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had to stay home with the baby, but that's fine. I paid extra. Bye. That's exactly that's, be- that's essentially it what it is. Pay ex- if you could anything in life. Here's a word of advice for all you fucking listeners that are listening. If there's anything in life that you can pay money for to save time, fucking do it. So if you go to an amusement park and you're like, oh, this is an extra hundred dollars per person to cut everyone in line. Yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. You, your, your amusement park experience will be completely 180 Right. 
And that was the thing, like, younger, when I was going to amusement parks, fucking, like, we went during the off-season. There was nobody there. So I had a great old fucking time. I rarely ever, like, went to an amusement park when there was, like, a shit ton of people. Now, Disney was that experience, and Disney has, like, the most archaic system when it comes to uh, fast passes. So you have to sign up for a slot. To get on a fast pass, the immediate like you have to schedule your time on when you want to ride on one of the the park rides. I'm like, that's fucking dumb. That's Fuck absolutely, that and, and you only get one. You only get a limited number of fast passes per day. I think you get like five, and there's so many fucking people there that you're fighting through the the fucking crowds in order to nah, fucking man. make it. Now, let me tell you. Go ahead. The the cool thing about Disney. And like, cause I thought Disney was mostly lame. Like, I I wouldn't want to go again. <laughs> Outside, Except when you went eight, yeah, yeah, no. So, um, Animal Kingdom has some of the best fucking food I've ever had. There is this uh, Southeast Asian restaurant right next to Africa and Indonesia, bro, bro. We stopped oh, there like six times. Disney employees. We were there the one day. We stopped they, there six times. They employ some top-tier fucking chefs, man. Yeah. No, it's crazy good. The The second thing is they do Halloween right. Uh, we yeah. went to – I think we did Halloween in Tomorrowland. Not Tomorrowland. Whatever the sci-fi joint is. Ep, not Epcot. Um, I would assume that Christmas was probably – would be cool at Disneyland too. Christmas would probably be cool. Um, they had this huge parade on Halloween night. We went to the, the Halloween party. And I just took Alexi everywhere to get as much fucking candy as possible. Oh, that kid was having a fucking blast. Oh, he was having a fucking field day. It was great. Um, and also cool. Epcot. Epcot, we ended up in uh, Madagascar. Tiff and I did, like, date night. We mm-hmm. we went to go to Madagascar. She was, like, that close from picking up the belly dancer's number. It was, yeah, it was you, pretty that's fucking That's what you great. said. Yeah, I remember that. But, uh, no, let me tell you. I got a little story. So... This was my mom was pregnant with my brother. So okay. that means I was me and my brother are 12 years apart. So I would have been around 12. And uh, we decide before she was like maybe four months pregnant. So she goes, before we have the baby, let's go on a vacation. We never went on vacations as a kid. Like we were just broke. So we got the family, like our whole family, like my cousin, my aunt, uncles and all that stuff. They're like, we're going, we're going to drive up to St. Louis and we're going to go to Six Flags. We're going to go to the Arch and all that stuff. The day we leave, my dad has the flu. Oh. And we still go. He has the flu in the car. Like, he's, we're pulling over every few miles, like, a few, you know, hundred miles so he can throw up mm-hmm. and, like, all this shit. He's in the back seat, just, like, passed out and all that. So we get there. We get to St. Louis. We go up and he starts feeling better, like, the next day. So it was, like, a 24 hour, like, flu bug or whatever it was. But. My, we go up and he takes me up in the arch. That was pretty cool. I do remember going up in the little elevator and it's small fucking elevator with a bunch of other people and you go up and you feel yourself kind of going up at an angle because you are. Yeah. And then you get up there and it's really cool. It's cool. Uh, And then we went to Six Flags. I remember I rode no rides at Six Flags because the, the lines were, we went in the summer and the lines were fucking abysmal. And the one... The one ride, it was some kind of like minecart ride. I don't know what it was, but we waited in line for an hour and a half, and then we were the next ones to get on it, and the fucking ride broke, and they had to shut it down. 
I even as a kid, as twelve years old, I was like, wouldn't it be messed up if like the ride broke down and then it fucking broke down? And I was just like, I have a magical power where I say shit and it happens. You, so, <laughs> what is that? What is that? Crazy talk? Crazy talk of the past oh, stand? The, 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 or is that the uh, yeah, reverse yeah. of that? No, it's uh, yeah, it's I don't fucking know, but yeah, dude, we, that that was like that sucked. That sucked so bad. <laughs> like, you say shit and it comes to be. Uh, That's what it is, man. And then I can't take vacations now because of COVID. So, bro, I swear to God, like when we went to when we went to Florida on the way back, uh, I'm almost positive that that's like me, Tiff, Seth. We all caught COVID because we were sick as shit when we got you know, back mom, from Florida. My mom and dad at the beginning, like in November, it was right at the end of 2019. They got a, they got a flu that they had never felt anything like that before and my mom to this day will say I we thought had COVID. i was gonna die they're like yeah they thought they were they were like we have covid we have co we had covid i'm like what whatever get, away. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of my house all right so that's just crazy anyway let me let me hit my week um fucking i i'll try to be quick i picked up 13 sentinels aegis rim 13 Sentinels is the newest game from Vanillaware. You know, now they went back under Atlas to get this game published and Sega and shit like that. Uh, if you know who Vanillaware is, they've done uh, Mirror Mouse of the Demon Blade. They've done Odin Sphere. They've done Dragon's Crown. They've got a handful of other games. Like, if you're a real OG fan, they're the team that did Princess Crown. Uh, fantastic games. 13 Sentinels is a departure from their usual work. They typically do more, more side-scrolling hack-and-slash action RPGs. This one is a twist between a mystery suspense visual novel and an overhead tactical role-playing game. Now, the, the gameplay when you're actually doing the combat for 13 Sentinels is kind of disappointing in my opinion. It reminds me a lot of Front Mission. In a way. Okay. That's um, what it looks like. But the thing is, is that if you watch the way that they decide when they're going to attack the enemy, they have little visual bites, like little videos on like the way that the attack is supposed to look. Like, so for example, you'll have one mech. It all does physical attacks. So it's got a, a launcher where he jumps up and to a certain distance, he'll just slam onto a location and it's an AOE effect. All the enemies in the area take massive damage. He's got a, a right. tackle where he just runs to a certain... Uh, he has to run in a straight line. But anybody that he hits in that line gets fucked up. And then he's got, like, the mock punch. And it has some of the most gorgeous art as it's showing you how those attacks are actually being played out. But, but that's, that, the that's gameplay is in the overhead, and they've got these little icons that go in and fall in. Yeah. And I just think that that is such a missed opportunity because had they just like put in more money to work on their art department and actually just fucking flesh oh, out. These are the Dragon's Crown people. Yeah, these are the Dragon's Crown people, dude. The game is gotcha. gorgeous. Like when you're doing like the the mystery part or when you're doing the visual novel portion, the game is gorgeous. It's the best now, assets that they've ever created. This is straight up fucking Yosuke from Persona 4. <laughs> <laughs> that was no, 100% down to the shoe color. And it is it is just 
a really gorgeous game. I like game. Big Mechs. The not-so-vanilla. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a very different style of game coming from them. Uh, the game deals a lot with time travel. The Okay. <laughs> way back in the day during the like World War II, um, the Japanese scientists were discovering some sort of tech that allowed them to, cr- to create these mechs and do war with the United States, but apparently they didn't have the resources to create the mechs. So they had to like jump to the future. And when they jumped to the future, they realized, oh, we lost the war, but things aren't really so bad. So they, they, yeah. they stopped worrying about it. They just and stayed. then <laughs> fucking kaiju come in and start attacking the city. Yeah! Oh, this is fucking Pacific Rim! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Aegis Rim. And so they're just yeah. like, yo, get the mechs. Get the mechs. We're going in. We're going in, boys. Uh, it's the story is good. Visually, when you're doing the visual I see the novel, overhead thing that you're talking that's about. That's good. Yeah. The gameplay is good. Like, honestly, the combat system, if you play tactical role-playing games, it's fast play, it's fast paced, and it's really good. I just wish that they did more with the art direction of the combat system. I think that that is opportunities lost. And if there's a way to turn that shit off, I'm all fucking ears. Because otherwise, that is just a... It, it's a really good game. I'm looking forward to playing a lot more of that. What, what was this on? This is on PS4. Okay. I don't know if it's on Xbox One. And I'm almost certain that it's not on PC, at least yet. I don't know how many Vanillaware p- games are on PC. Most of them, I've only seen them on PS4. Gotcha. That's interesting. We also played Valfaris. Valfaris. Oh, uh, yeah. Finally got a t- chance to play Valfaris. That game is so the fucking he- cool. The heavy so metal Metroid. Cool. Yeah. So it feels like a Metroidvania, but it's not. It honestly isn't. It's more like an adventure shooter. Something like you would play in Contra. Like It's, it's very similar. I'm getting a lot of Contra hardcore uh, feels from it. Yeah. It's super good. It's got a killer soundtrack. Like It's like I would heavy so. doom metal... <laughs> Like, it is, the music is fucking heavy. Um, I mean, I've been it, to, I, saw, I saw this months ago, and I just never picked it up. I, I picked up a physical copy on Steam, or not on Steam, on the Switch. It I was about is, to say, what the fuck? Yeah, how did I do that? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's, it's fairly good. It's fairly challenging. It, it's, it's a bit of a tough game. The, oh, isn't, isn't the ship called, like, something, like, it's a wolf ship. Like, what's, the ship has a badass name. I think it's, like, Fafnir or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything has, like, Nordic undertones Sold. as far as names and shit <laughs> like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is badass. No, the, so the combat system is very much, like, if you've played a Contra game, you've probably seen what is being offered in Valfaris, the... The graphics remind me of old school side scrollers that were on the PlayStation. So it's got yeah. like this pastel color, like dark pastel colors that you'd see in the Rayman series. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's it's the the checkpoint system is rather interesting. So you pick up these uh, these items called resurrection idols, and you have the choice of using them at specific cho- checkpoints. And it allows you to go through your inventory and swap your weapons and spend blood metal, which is a consumable item that you find throughout the stages, to upgrade your items. Or you can hold on to them. And any time that you hold on to your resurrection idols, your health meter increases, your maximum health increases. You can also turn around and turn in your resurrection idols for blood metal. 
So you just go ahead, gotcha. keep on burning your resurrection idols, if you need and currency. you're getting that currency to upgrade your weapons. I'm probably about halfway through, maybe not like completely halfway. I think I'm almost at the halfway point. It's it's good. The bosses are challenging. That's good. It's it's a brutal game. Both. That's not the only. Uh, that's not the only contra hardcore s game that I've been hearing about. The other one I haven't. I didn't play it yet, but I think I talked about it last week. Was uh, Blazing Chrome? Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Because Ryzen, uh, Ryzen Dragon actually brought it up to me, and uh, I don't know. I want to check this out too. So, but no, Valfaris has been on my radar for a while now. Hell yeah! But I'm glad to see that someone picked it up and was like, "Yeah, it's good." I want that physical version. You probably got it from Best Buy, didn't you? No, I got it from GameStop. It was used. Oh, okay. I just got lucky. Yeah. This one looks really interesting, too, though. It looks a little bit more fast-paced, but not as, like, you know, blood metal and all that stuff. So Yeah, every single fun. time you pick up a weapon, he starts headbanging. Yeah, of course. It's right up your it's, alley. It's, so. it's, I mean, it's right up my alley, too. It's so. perfect. It's perfect for yeah. me. Yeah. So. Play some Sonic 3D Blast. That's going on somewhere. I have to finish that game, but that's going somewhere on the tier list. It's an isometric Sonic game. It's... It's bland. I'm not going to lie. It's fine. The the issues that I have with the game is that hazards and enemies are don't really feel like what's the word I'm looking for? I can't really gauge the distance between yourself and the enemy. Like the depth, so the I'll depth jump. Perception. Exactly. So I'll go to jump on an enemy and I'll overshoot the fuck out of it. And I try <laughs> to like shorten my distance and then I'll just get hit. I'll get fucked up or some shit like yeah. that. So it's a little bit frustrating, but at the same time, the game is super easy to, to pass through. I mean, you just spin dash at everything. The emeralds, it's got the easiest special stages that I've ever played in any fucking Sonic game. You literally just move left or right or jump as you see the spikes coming at you. It's, oh, yeah, it's I saw not, the volcano one you were doing. Yeah, it's not hard at all. Uh, and finally... Uh, we played some Rocket Knight Adventure, and I beat that game after 15 fucking years. 15 right. years. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm super hyped about it because Rocket Knight Adventure is a fantastic Konami side-scroller. You play as this little fucking possum in a rocket suit. I'm, I'm familiar with Rocket Knight. Hell yeah. Uh, I've never gotten Sparkster. past... Sparkster, also. whatever. Yeah. Uh, I've never gotten past the the fifth stage before, so I've never experienced that boss. Because once you get to that boss, it looks like a giant mech. And I'm just like, oh, okay, maybe you just hit the mech. And when you hit the mech, you instantly die. The first oh. portion of that boss, you have to start running away and go through like these obstacles. And then uh, I've never gotten past that part until, I want to say, Monday or Friday night. I don't remember if I was streaming for Mega Visions or not. I want to say it was, I th- I say it was Friday. You get into your own mech, and then it becomes a pseudo-fighting game. And I'm just like, yes, we are fucking here. Let's fucking go, boys. I can, I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. And after that, like, it, it's, it goes into its Galaga mode where you're fl- flying through space, and you're constantly yeah. fighting the, the Black Knight and shit like that. It's, it's a solid game. It is a solid fucking game. I don't I know if Sparkster I would necessarily... is a sequel to it. I think so, because Raijin was in the chat earlier, and we were talking about it. Um, I, w- I would say probably. It's, it's, it's just a solid game. Um, as far as Konami games, it's probably not the best one. I have a soft spot for uh, Contra Hardcore. I definitely want to get into that and actually beat that. There's plenty yeah, of other games was, that I'm trying Sparkster to... Sparkster was the Super Nintendo one, sorry. I think it's also on Sega. 
Is it? Let's see. I think so. I think it released on uh, both consoles. That one's got really good. That one's got really good uh, reviews as well. Sparkster? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, no. So from what I'm seeing on the Wikipedia, it says only Super Nintendo. I all right. Then I just gotta go check it out. But that's really it. You know, that's all I've played this week. Uh, I need to get back into editing some of the the clips. But not overall productive oh. week. Good. I'm sorry. Good shit. So. Sparkster, just that, is the Super Nintendo version. Sparkster colon Rocket Knight Adventures 2 is the Genesis version. Okay. Very well. So they have, yeah, the Genesis version. That one's apparently 98% of people liked it. So came out in 94, probably the best game for retro video games. I always always say that, so. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're I saw someone playing Ristar earlier today, and I might be playing some Ristar Really? This week. I, I'm going to check it out on the Mega Vision stream. Ristar is uh, kind of slow. It's kind of a slow I, game. I was watching it. Uh, we'll see. I'll watch your reaction to it. I, I've i played it before. I'm not super high on that game. The game that I really want to play, and I'm going to fuck up the name, or maybe not. I think I remember it. Pulse Man. Only released in, the, in, in Japan. I think uh, I know what you're talking about. Pulse Man is like you play as like I guess a superhero that has electricity powers. Oh, I've you're only... playing as fucking uh you're playing as Proto Man is what you're playing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's an interesting yeah. game. I don't know how to play it because everything is in Japanese. But uh yeah, I definitely there's probably, there's probably a ROM hack somewhere. Wanna try my hand at that. Or, so... I'm sorry, a ROM translation. Yeah. But no, that's uh that's mostly my week. Other than that, it's just Working on business shit and regular School, ass I work. Reg- I got registered for my next semester of classes, which I'm only taking four this semester. So, right on. And only and only two of them are at. I'll only go to class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. And the other two are online. So, Sweet. I'm really happy with not doing the fucking 8 a.m. Monday class. That one's really nice. So. <laughs> yes. One thing I forgot to uh, comment on because uh, Zombie Hunter was talking about it uh, in our amusement park fucking uh mm-hmm. conversation fucking we had this place they closed down now but we had this water park called splish splash and it wasn't a chain or anything it was just something that was very unique to fucking thought you were gonna say splash mountain no not splash mountain but it was unique to long island but it ended up getting closed down for safety reasons and one of the the reasons for that is uh we had a we had a ride called cliff diver Cliff Diver okay. was like a 40-foot slide. Oh, yeah, that's not legal. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 40-foot slide. Usually, it took about five minutes to climb the entire stair ladder, getting all the way up at the top. Bro, fucking... The, the drops are insane, by the way. They're, they're super fucking cool. But sometimes when like it would get cloudy and get windy... The fucking tower would sway, would shake, going back and forth, back yeah, and forth, back and forth. And I, I regulations heard, aren't a thing back then. <laughs> and I heard like back in like oh nine or two thousand ten, they had to shut it down because the integrity of the tower itself ended up fucking cracking, and they had to quickly evacuate evacuate everybody. It isn't closed. I thought they shut it down. I heard I heard that, that Splish Splash ran out of money and they shut it down. I I recently was watching a podcast where they were talking about like uh, it's called the Honeydew with Ryan Sickler. 
Okay. Uh, Ryan Sickler is a comedian, and he's he's in close with Tom Segura and uh, Christina Pajitsky and all that stuff. Sure, sure. And they were talking about going to a carnival one time. And he's just like, "Fuck carnivals, man!" He goes, "They're drifters." He goes, "They're they're they're they just drift into the wind." Like he goes, "If you fall or if you get thrown off of one of those rides, they and you try to like." If you don't die and then you try to sue them or something, they're just going to drift away and you'll never see them again. Like, he's like, you're trusting. He goes, would you trust your kids' lives with a carny? I'm like, no, they're they're meth heads. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of something else. Fucking, um, it's a little bit, like, obscure and crazy. Um, I've started writing a few essays on Satanism. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's like, it's not unreal for you to say those words to me. So, <laughs> like, so I, it was just kind of blase when you said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I was writing these essays on Satanism and, like, there's, there's two, like, main thought processes or main schools of thought when it comes to Satanism. There is Levian Satanism, which is done by or which was established by Anton LaVey in 1966. And then there is the Satanic Temple. Now, the Levian Satanism is more along the lines of, like, an actual fucking religion. Like, it was a religion, but it was also meant to be a parody of the Catholic Church. However, they are very authoritarian. They are very what's um, stringent. They have a lot of, like, obscure rule sets. Yeah. They much tr- like every religion does. Very much so. Whereas the Satanic Temple is more of, like, a knee-jerk reaction to political injustices, which I agree with. Like they're out yeah, there the one. fighting yeah, for the one. religious freedoms, women's rights, voting rights, all that sorts of shit. And I'm actually a member of the Satanic Temple. Huzzah! Whatever. Um, but it's fucking, you were the essence of an edge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not not that that's when, whenever whenever I hear of Satanism in the Satanic Temple, the first thing I automatically go to, and since we were talking about it earlier, is the episode of Metalocalypse, mm-hmm. where I think they're trying to get like Murder Face to like he's trying to be all religious, and they finally go to that one, and he just goes, "It's all the same shit. It's all <laughs> bullshit." <laughs> he's like, "It's all the same shit." No, but uh, fuck, what was it that you were just talking about that reminded me of like? Anton LaVey, and I don't know where I was going with this now. Fuck, what did you just Carnies, say? Carnies, drifters. Yeah, so, like, fucking Anton LaVey started off as a fucking carny meth head. Like, just... Sounds to... 100% right. Yeah, it's, so. it's, fucking, it's fucking wild. Anyway, not, not the fucking point. Let's hit the news like we fucking intended to from the get-go. Splish splash, bitch. Splish splash. That's, thank you. Thank you, chat. For fucking causing that. Reviews for the PlayStation 5 are fantastic. Uh, incredibly positive news uh, reviews are coming in for the PlayStation 5. Multiple news sources are exclaiming their love for Sony's next-gen console. Uh, IGN's Luke Riley commented that Sony's next-gen contender will loom large over its peers. Literally, the thing is massive. Uh, however, what, uh, what the PS5 lacks in subtly... It more than makes up for in potential, thanks in part to the amazingly fast SSD, but mostly to its truly remarkable new controller, the DualSense. While the console's build looks like a revolutionary conversation piece, the system's handling of next-gen properties is a solid step into the future. The PS5 support of 4K and HDR with Spider-Man Miles Morales is impressive, but for those playing on a PlayStation 4 Pro, may not immediately feel the difference. 
CNN's Shannon Lau says that while playing an open world, uh, while playing an open world game, horseback riding like Ghost of Tsushima, uh, PlayStation exclusive, the grass and plains looked crisper and sharper on the PS5 than it did on the PS4 Pro. Those visual benefits can be easy can be easy to miss if you aren't looking closely, and it may not be a selling point for gamers who are on a budget and don't necessarily care for having the best looking graphics. Sony's focus also seems to be in be zeroed in on the way that we control our gameplay with the new DualSense controllers. The new triggers used on the DualSense applies to actual pressure when the user is interacting with the environment. In Miles Morales, a trigger acts as a very sensitive rumble, but also gives you that tactile feedback when you're swinging, telling you that you've made contact and so on. TechCrunch's Devin Caldway describes the experience with the following. To quote, the range is wide and it can impart the pressure anywhere on the trigger's range, giving you interesting effects like the obvious one in violent video games where the resistance when you pull a gun's trigger, which then clicks and releases when it fires. Uh, the PS5 sees success when encountering backwards compatibility, whether PS4 Pro struggled with the CPU-intensive games like Rise of the Tomb Raider and Sekiro, the, PS the PS5 uh, locks those games at a smooth 60 frames per second. Just Cause 3, Dark Souls 3, Final Fantasy 15, all of them are locked at a smooth 60 frames per second. Even with the intensive Crisis Remastered, which gave the PS4 Pro trouble with its 1080p performance mode, the PS5 is able to handle everything Crisis threw at it at a consistent 60 frames. One of the downsides of the new console is the implementation of its 3D Tempest audio. It currently requires a headset to work properly, but a patch with TV speaker support is inbound. While it is comparable to Dolby's Atmos special, uh, special audio system, it is not as detailed or as realistic as Tech Radar's first hoped. Though, at least not at this stage, and it will be up to developers to get the most out of this technology when it matures. Bottom line is, though, at, as with any launch, it may not be enough to gear you up to justify the purchase if you already have a PS4 Pro. Games currently available like Astro's Playground or Miles Morales is indeed an enjoyable experience, but the hardware upgrade for legacy titles is significant. That said, do you want to spend the extra 500 bucks to get a little bit of power coming from the PS4 Pro versus the PlayStation 5? My thing is, I want to go back to the 60 frames. Uh, I've been hearing reports that Bloodborne is not locked in at 60 frames. Yeah, I heard that Bloodborne is still struggling to move above 30 frames a second. That's disappointing. But, I mean, I, I got that picture on the fucking stream right here. Like, this is insane how big this fucking thing is. <laughs> like, that's a fat bitch is all that, I got to say. That's a big fucking bitch. Like the PS and that that makes the PS4 Pro look small. The PS4 Pro is not small. No. Like it's a good size box, but just got like that's literally almost probably two and a half thickness size and then at least one and a half width size. That's not a pro, that's a that's a slim. Oh, that's a slim, that's why. Mm -hmm. You sure? Uh yeah, so the PS4 Pro has like Oh, yeah. three stacks three. on top of it yeah it has three tiers yep i have one and i fucking had to look at it uh no that's cool that's good to see uh spider-man miles morales looks great i'm very excited to play it but again i i saw a tweet by ross o'donovan that's like he's like it's, it's it's amazing to me that 
this is his words that he he said uh, it's amazing to me that I, how much i don't care about this next gen mm-hmm. he goes old me would have been all over this shit but like now he's like i could care less i didn't and I don't, I'm not going to chalk that up to getting old. It's just like we have expectations that we want, and we know that our money – we don't just want to throw our money away anymore. So we're just like – me, personally, it's just I've, – I've said it. It's like a fucking brokered record with me. You got to get me some games. Give me some games that I can only get on your system that make me want to chalk up $500 for your system. Right. So – like I said, Bloodborne 2, Monster Hunter World 2 got announced for these systems tomorrow. I'd fucking buy them in a heartbeat. So, I, I don't know. Demon Souls, man. Demon Souls is my day one. Demon Souls and I Spider-Man. Mean, Demon Souls looks great, great, but again, Demon Souls is a remake. Like it's like it's not like it's a brand new game in the franchise. It's a remake of an arguably broken game that I could not beat before. So I understand what you're saying, but. Yeah. For me, I'm looking at this and I'm going like, this is now my new opportunity. This now I can finally delve in to what Demon Souls fucking is. I, it's it's yeah. a gorgeous fucking game, and now I can finally get past that spider boss bitch on the second location. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that shit. I couldn't. I could never get past her in the first fucking run because there was only one item drop. Of this substance called sticky white stuff. And you put it on the sword and it sets it on fire and it deals yep. critical damage onto the spider. But after that, no, fucking nothing. Yep. Nothing. You're uh, you're doing chip damage, and you either need to do that or be a pyromancer. And nobody plays fucking pyromancer starting off Demon Souls. Fuck that shit. Night all the way. All I got to say is there's been acu- or not accusations, but reports say like that Demon Souls isn't going to come to PC. I don't believe it. It'll come to PC eventually. In a year, Sony has been propping up a, a few of their games coming to PC. I mean, we've we already heard about it with Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to say that there was a few other games that were also playing. I mean, for we PC. saw that Final Fantasy 16 is going to be on there too. P- oh, Final yeah. Fantasy 16 wasn't a Sony exclusive. If it, it w- said it was going coming to PC and PS4, I believe. The thing is, is that if. If Final Fantasy 16 has a year lead on PC, I will buy it for PlayStation 5. Yeah. I will. I mean, that game is everything that I wanted in Final Fantasy. 100%. So, I don't know. That's good. I'm glad it's not... Because I was projecting that Sony was going to have a tough time. But uh, it's good. It's good to see that... uh, Oh, yeah. The the fucking picture does say PS4 Slim. So... (laughs) My bad. <laughs> but no, that's cool. I'm uh, very, very interested to use the controller. That's the only thing I'll really say about the PS5. I just want to check out the controller. I am curious on how the controller works. I would like to check it on a first-person shooter to feel what the tension is and mm-hmm. then how it really – with the trigger release and all that stuff. So I don't know. It's if, interesting. If what they're saying is true and, like, you, you, pull, the, you pull the trigger and it, it clicks off, it goes. And if it's similar to my own ARs, I'm selling your ARs, huh? <laughs> selling my ARs so I can play Call of Duty. Exactly. That's what it is. All right. Well, we've had a lot of good news uh, in the in news lately, but we do have to report on some unfortunate news that we had that popped up over the week. Yes. So Sega is to lay off 650 employees, cut bonuses, and sell off arcades due to COVID. Sega Corporation is planning on downsizing due to the effects of COVID-19 pandemic. 
The Japanese company has announced that it will lay off up to 650 employees and institute executive pay cuts. The video game developer announced it had sold off the management of roughly 200 arcades in Japan to Genda Inc., an amusement, um, an amusement equipment rental business. It will be withdrawing from the domestic arcade management business on December 30th as a result of the negative effects of COVID-19 pandemic on the entertainment industry. In addition, parent company Sega Sammy Holdings is asking more than 600 employees to voluntarily quit their jobs. On November 4th, 2020, it was announced that Sega Sammy has sold 85.1% has sold to Genda Inc. as it makes its exodus from the arcade management industry. Sega Sammy's mid-year financial report revealed a 21.7 billion yen, which is $206.7 million loss in revenue for the company, compared to the 9.8 billion yen profit from the same period in 2019. Quote, in order to return to profitability and achieve sustained development, we need to reduce costs, especially fixed costs, the company said in a statement. And we believe this is a necessary measure to build a more efficient organization. Laying off 650 employees would represent a nearly 7% reduction of its staff of 9,051 employees. Additionally, Sega Sammy hopes to reduce executive salary by up to 30% for the next five months, including larger reductions for higher-ranking executives. Employees who volunteer to leave will be provided severance packages and reemployment assistance. Sega Sammy expects to spend nearly 10 billion yen on these furloughs. Staff has until December 25th, to decide to volunteer and will be expected to work until the end of February. Japanese, company, Japanese companies often avoid downsizing since most people work overtime, which keeps from having to hire more people than needed or lay off employees during a recession. Founded by Hajime Satomi in 1975, Sega Sammy was formed from Satomi Corporation's manufacturing and marketing divisions for amusement arcane machines. The company was also involved in the video game industry as a publisher for games such as the Guilty Gear series, the Rumblefish series, and Survival Arts. It's unfortunate, but I also didn't not see it coming, if that makes sense. Here's here's the thing with me. Like it, it sucks because just recently Sega was Sega announced the the fog gaming system where it yep. would make it easier for players to link up to Sega supported arcade machines and play from home. And you, you know, you just apparently you that didn't off. work that well. <laughs> I mean, it was such a short amount of time, dude. And it, it's an ambitious project, uh, project or process. They lost a lot of money though. I mean, over the course of the last eight months, the initiative for fog gaming was announced like what? August. August September it was it was fairly recent yeah. so yeah. I mean it it sucks it honestly yeah, it it ch- sucks a lot chat brings up who would volunteer to leave Sega if they're offering a good severance packages and rehiring capabilities might be in best best choice yeah I don't know man that sucks that like for a lot of the guys in the Megavisions crew the the Sega arcades were a reason for us to go over to japan yeah you know i mean like i i personally have never been to a sega fronted uh arcade but the arcades in japan are fucking amazing absolutely yeah. fucking amazing i mean in their video game stores too just i fucking love beautiful organization and like you go to those like video game retailers you know that's just, hit and miss 
they're not oh is it really it's hit and miss they're not all like that some of the some of them are actually like really difficult for you to to look around like flea and, market level uh it's it's weird so like the best and mind you i was only in hiroshima uh, the best way that I can explain everything is if you've ever played uh, Yakuza 0, they have the, yeah. th- I want to say they're called no-tax stores. And you just go in there, and it's essentially a flea market. But you're going you're going through things, and there's there's literally no taxes on anything. And you can buy fucking anything. Literally fucking anything. But huh. it's a mess. No one knows where something's supposed to be. And you you just have well, that's to. That's like, what I really like. I can hunt and dig for shit. Yeah, but you're hunting and digging for shit that you don't know the name of. Like, vid- for example, video games. Video games don't all have their co- covers. Oh, so it could just be. So a they'll just base. have like an entire set, and you're just going opening it up. Be like, what the fuck is this? Meanwhile, like it's I could be holding like gamble ex- exactly, and I just like spend a whole bunch of money to play it on my non-region, uh, my region-locked fucking PS4. I don't know if that's going to fucking work out. I don't know. If that's 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 true. Is is the PS4 region locked? I'm not 100 percent on that. No, it's no? not. I know uh, that I, I can. A, I have a Hajime no Ippo game that is Japanese, and the JoJo physical, physical Hajime no Ippo. Yeah. Okay. And it plays on it. Bet. Uh, Monster Hunter Portable Third, the port to the PS4, that or the port to the. Ah, oh, it plays it. Okay. Right on. I know for a fact it plays that game. So I, I don't know, know why I said that because when I applied to get Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, they sent me the Japanese version. Yeah, you play. Yeah, you're you're a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is unfortunate. Uh, hopefully, they could like once. That's the thing, man. Is like. We just give us some kind of, I know there's like stage two in development and stuff like that, but give us the vaccine, man. Like I'll be first in line for this shit. Like I'd really be interested in knowing how far in the, the arcade, not development, but like just the arcade business they're pulling out of, because yeah. are they going to continue publishing games for arcades? Are they going to continue making arcade machines you know those are the big questions yeah, that i want what's know. the price of the current arcade machines they're gonna skyrocket yeah like you thought you were gonna pay, spend a grand on an astro wave no you're gonna end up spending two fucking grand at least maybe or like the modern shit that they have nowadays where like they just dump a bunch of games on there i forget what they're called yeah. they're over at fucking um i forgot the arcade that i went to recently but like you could just pretty much play anything that arc system works have made any anti fighter, any anti fighter, huh. and you're able to load it up because they're all like published by Sega. So I'm also curious too because they have a, a company of 9,051 employees and they're laying off 650. That's still a lot. That's 650 people that are being affected. But percentage wise, that's not considerably terrible. Laying off seven percent of your workforce is pretty big, dude. I mean, they still have a lot of people there that are like they're still working on shit. So I want to see. What else is there going? What else is going on there? So, mm. again, they they were really focusing on like, what's the liquidating their their arcade market? So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And I mean that too. Someone brought up like they're just liquidating the management of the arcades. Maybe it's not so much like the actual creating of the arcade cabinets and the creating of the arcade games as well. Mm. So. But if the arcades start going, I mean, the development process will be next. Yeah. So. That's unfortunate. So, anyway, 
Uh, last piece of news that we got going on is that Yakuza 7 is not launching on the Xbox Series X in Japan. Uh, according to a report by local publication GameWatch, which reports that the release of the next-gen version of the action RPG game Yakuza 7 has been delayed indefinitely. According to Sega, Japanese release has not been officially announced to us, it told the publication. Yakuza Like a Dragon has been available for almost a year in Japan, having released for the PlayStation 4 in January. In the West, the game will also release for the PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series S and X on November 10th. Further complicating the game's release schedule, the PlayStation 5 version of Yakuza won't release until March 2nd, 2021, Sega recently announced. In VGC's Yakuza Like a Dragon review, our critic Matthew Castle called the game hugely entertaining. Yakuza's new direction maintains the series' signature drama and deckings while finding new rich comedy in the weirdest beatdowns yet. Xbox Series X has recently sold out of pre-orders for the second time in Japan. Given Xbox's historically poor, part, poor market performance in Japan, Series X and S stock allocation is unlikely as it's been as it's been high for the region's pre-order. Uh, regardless, it's a positive start in a country where Xbox has typically struggled, but one of which recently claimed to have been the fastest growing. Commenting on the pre-order performance in September, head of Xbox Phil Spencer said that he was humbled, but added that it was the first step in a much, much longer marathon. Quote, it humbles me to consider how well the Xbox Series S and X has been welcomed by Japanese fans, as he told Famitsu. Also, I just saw this screenshot. This game's fucking goofy as shit. I saw this kart racer bullshit. This Mario Kart bullshit. <laughs> and I, I mean, that's I not far away it. from what what you can do in Japan. Because like in Japan, you could actually do like street legal Mario Kart races. So shit. <laughs> in Okinawa, they they shut it down because of IP legal <laughs> reasons, of course. Um, yeah. But they had Mario Kart themed kart racing in the streets of Naha, bro. It was fucking crazy. Yep. I just live in the wrong country. <laughs> so that's, that's what it is. I have a buddy that's over there right now, and like he's going through like just like emotional stuff. But like, and I was just like, because I was talking to my friend, and I, she was like, he needs to move home. And I was like, mm, and she goes, but he fucking hates America. I'm like, no, he needs to be where he's at. He just needs to get emotionally set mm -hmm. set back on track. So it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean. Again, with this news, like, none of this news that I've been seeing is shocking today. Like, uh, like this is expected. Like, Xbox doesn't sell in Japan. I want to see so. the numbers of it that they're so fucking excited for. Because I know that there was a huge push for Microsoft to start working a lot more closely with Sega. Because uh -huh. there's a lot of games that are coming yeah. out time exclusive yeah. for xbox i mean we're seeing that with fantasy star 2 online the next generation that's going to be xbox exclusive or rather pc xbox exclusive for a while i don't know if it's going to be coming out for the ps4 or ps5 um right. then we have this game which for us it is an xbox exclusive which sucks because i prefer to play my rpgs like from the comfort of my couch on my console uh, but I'm probably going to have to end up buying it for PC because I'm not going to be able to get it otherwise because I can't find a fucking Xbox Series X anywhere right now as far as pre-orders are concerned. So, I mean, I mean, you're building like a souped up fucking PC anyway. So, yeah, but that's later on down the road. That's not anything special or 
swinging nearby. Yeah, I'm still waiting on my fucking 3080, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to buy two of them bitches because I want one for my regular PC and I'm going to want one for my big daddy that I'm buying. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll wait for here. the, the Get the fuck out of here with you fuck you money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's all we got for the news. Yep, short news week. We're going to move over to questions. Just in case uh, we have anybody new watching, you can submit questions to the Scrubverse podcast. Easiest way to do so is by clicking the little button down below that says Discord. You click on the Discord. We, you know, preview guys for fucking podcast questions. We usually read all of them. And, uh, yeah, if you want to pick our brains, that's for the best list- way to do it. For listeners, you can go to our Twitter, Scrubverse Podcast, at, at Scrubverse Podcast, and there will be some kind of link to the Discord or something like that. Check that out. Yep. Oh, anyway, uh, number one, Mr. Editor himself, Haru, the VTuber extraordinaire ass, has real-world knowledge of a thing ever hindered your ability to enjoy a video game within the real world, e.g., uh, being in the military government and judging how much Hollywood is put into storylines of shooters or stealth games. I've never experienced this. I've never had a game where I'm like, that shit's not how it's supposed to be. Fuck that shit. Uh, it's actually very much the opposite for video games. When you're talking about movies, yeah, there's a lot of that. Because for some fucking oh, yeah. reason, uh, movies have like these huge fucking budgets. But they never seem to get like a military export. On board, export. export. I said export. export. Expert on board to like kind of walk them through how uniforms are supposed to look and how people talk to each other. Like number that one, with me with cooking in movies. Yeah. So big number one is the Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker had everything wrong from dialogue to people love that movie. Tactics to fucking the type of armor that they were wearing to how fucking EOD protocol goes, it was a fucking mess. And compare that to, like, some fucking shit movie like The Battle of L.A., where aliens come in and attack Pendleton. Yeah. And the Marines... That movie is actually super accurate. Like, like crazy fucking accurate, the way that everything was going on. I, I was, like, really surprised with that movie. It's just so stupid. As far as video games are concerned, they're actually very much more involved with trying to get military realism into the experience of their single multiplayer games. Now, mind you, of course, multiplayer, you're not going to be able to replicate the same way that uh, military tactics is concerned outside of like the old Xbox game. I forget what it's called. I bought it. I was playing it for a while, but there's an actual military squad game that is based off of the tactics of the Marine that the Marine Corps had used for Afghanistan. Uh, I think that they got experts from two, three second Marine, uh, second battalion, third Marines. And it was, it was fairly interesting. In fact, I want to say that it's so geared towards the opposite train of thought that the DOD has gone out and sued companies like i forget who made the medal of honor series but when they made medal of honor warfighter they were like how did you get this information we're going after every single motherfucker that was involved on this project and they're grilling them they're saying like did you get this cleared by the intelligence department because that's a thing anytime that you talk about something that has to do with the military or tactics or shit like that you have to get it cleared by the the intelligence division 
Right. No, I would say that real world uh, experiences doesn't doesn't apply there. It's usually the opposite, not, bro. Not in video games. With movies, that's what it is. Like that's one of the reasons why I love the movie Chef, mm-hmm. uh, directed by John Favreau, so much is because he contacted Chef Roy Choi, who is a, a restaurant a restaurateur who created the Kogi Korean barbecue food trucks, and he got Chef Roy Choi Roy Choi to teach him to do things the right way. So everything you see in chef, the movie, when it comes to cooking and all, that's why you see when he's making the grilled cheese, like he did that one shot. Like he got that on the first try. And like, I hate it when I see up movies where it's just like, like editing where you can see that the, and I just recently watched red letter media just reviewed uh, a Netflix series called the haunting of something. And they uh, edited or not edited, but they reviewed the new Borat movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can like just they were talking about the show Chopped. And you know how every episode of Chopped, it's always like the guy's like three, two, one. And you always see them like plating up everything. They've that shit's been plated up. Like he's just saying that for the and that footage is from earlier. Mm-hmm. Like and they're just splicing it in like that shit. That shit's kind of stupid. Like that's why I. I, you know how much I love to cook. Ask me how much Food Network I watch. How much Food Zero. Network do you watch? Zero percent of Food Network. I hate Food Network. Food Network can go fucking die in a dumpster. So fire. where do you it. get your ideas for your re- for your recipes and shit like that? I go to a lot of YouTube channels. I talk. I go like Joshua Weisman. I go through there. Binging with Babish. I go through there. Obviously. Uh, I I hate this fucking. Uh, what is this shit? I hate the. The cupcake wars and all this other shit like a uh, fuck no disrespect to those people that own those businesses but get the fuck out i don't want to watch that shit like that that's like i like shows like no reservations with anthony bourdain i like the nitty and gritty shit when you're actually in a kitchen like and that a lot of people are like oh that means you like hell's kitchen i like hell's kitchen when they're in the kitchen i hate all the drama shit I hate all the TV shit. I don't like Kitchen Nightmares because it's so TV'd. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I'm going I'm to use it as a verb. It's completely TV'd. Uh, Epic Meal Time. I haven't watched Epic Meal Time in a very long time. Didn't those uh, guys Meal have, Time- like, a big lawsuit or a huge falling out? Like Probably because they were killing people. So- really? <laughs> I mean, people would try. They're like, hey, you ever see the shit they eat? They're like, I'm surprised they didn't kill themselves going through yeah, that Yeah, that shit, shit is crazy. <laughs> Like yeah. fucking hundreds of thousands of calories on some of their oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, no, was... I remember like Muscle Guy or the, the like the Muscle Guy where he's just like and bacon and bacon and bacon on his shirt and shit like that. There was like a huge falling out between them. He left and like he had a percentage of the name of Epic Meal Time, and they went to a oh lawsuit. maybe I don't know. I remember Possibly. hearing about that. No, I mean I just also I just for recipes I just Google shit too. Okay. Or like, and a lot of the one of the books I have, uh, it's got really good base recipes, and you just fuck with shit. Hell like, yeah! You just like that's the thing is like you fuck it up, you're like you're out some money, but at least you did the shit you wanted to do. But yeah, no, not when it comes to video games. I've never been like, oh man, because I don't have any of that real world connection either. I mean, I don't even really play like real world video games anyway, and I don't have any traumatic events like. I could see if you're playing like a visual like like that. What's that game that you were talking about where you have to go through the process of your child dying? From oh, cancer and that shit? dragon cancer. 
I could see if like I had a personal someone in my family that died of cancer, and I go to play that game. I'm like, oh, I can't play this. Like it just brings up bad memories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just don't have situations like that. So I also play like fucking Pokemon Stadium and uh, Legend of Dragoon and all this other shit. Like none of that's real world. I mean, you could get into it. Like, yeah, there are some real world implications for Legend of Dragoon and all that other shit, and maybe even Star Fox if you go deep dive into it. But I'm not fucking Matt Pat, so I'm not going down that shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Hunter asks, any new games this holiday season that you'd probably say uh, are a day one, but I don't care about reviews by? Hmm. Oh, there it is. I was trying to find the question. Any new games this holiday season that you'd probably say are a day one I don't care about reviews by? No. No? Not that I can think of right off the top of my head. No. Cyberpunk. I'm I'm buying that regardless. I'll pick it up. But I'll do what I did just recently. Like, I just picked up Final Fantasy VII Remake and uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, you finally got well, them. I, I bought them that day. They were 25 bucks at Target. Okay. So And Target does free shipping over $35. Mm-hmm. So... I got them for like I got both of them for fifty three bucks, so cheaper than one of them on release day. Yeah. So <laughs> no, but, I'm probably no. going to pick up Cyberpunk on PC when it finally gets released. Whenever. Yeah. Because they might delay it again. Who knows? Uh, I mean, this isn't holiday season. This is in March. But okay, I could say Monster Hunter uh, Rise day one buy. No, I don't care if the I don't care if the game is shit day one buy. <laughs> okay. I just love Monster Hunter, so Hell yeah. I still I still need to get a collector's edition, so. Uh, Scotty Mofa Show asks, we learned Sonic Shuffle was way too ambitious for the first game and what I'm assuming Sega wanted to be a series. What's a game that you love that is sometimes too much to introduce and or you struggle showing to people what, uh, why you enjoy it? For myself, it's been nights. It's fun to watch. And then I hand the controller over to people and question my sanity. And to clarify, I don't love Sonic Shuffle now, but I was definitely captivated by what it tried to do. You go first. That's that's a tough one. Uh, I don't typically have much difficulty introducing games to other people. It it usually comes with like old, very story based, story heavy games. So, yeah. like for example, I love Alundra for the PS One. The PS One is a fantastic fucking game. Uh, PS One Alundra is a fantastic fucking game. But I tried to sit down to do a playthrough with Seth saying, like, hey, here's here's an old ass game that you need to to give a shot. The opening story to Alundra is some of the driest fucking bullshit that you can <laughs> fucking play. And when I show games that I care, obviously, like when you show a game to somebody that you obviously care about, as far as the game is concerned, you kind of get nervous and antsy because you want that individual to enjoy the game. And when you see them struggle, you're you start to get that anxiety starts kicking in and you're just like, uh, fuck, did I fuck up? Did I push him away from it? I listened to the the I think it's called the trash podcast or trash taste podcast and uh, Gigguk. Um, who is like one of the the three kings of anti-tubers and shit like that. He was explaining like he's trying to get his his uncle or his nephew or his cousin into anime. And he introduces him to, he's just like, yo, watch, watch Attack on Titan. Just watch Attack on Titan and you'll get into it. Motherfucker watches the live action version of Attack on Titan. What? 
And he's just like, uh, I don't know about this show. And you said it was good, but it's kind of just terrible. And he's just like, What's no, you? <laughs> no, that's no! not what I meant. <laughs> I mean, I tried to introduce, I've been trying to introduce video games to my wife for a long time. And when she was playing Donkey Kong, because there was that two weeks before her, pre, her current job and her previous job mm-hmm. that she was looking for a job. So she would just come in my office. She's like, I want to play a game. I'm like, you sure about that? And she's like, what kind of old game, like on Super Nintendo, would you say I could play? I was like, you play Donkey Kong Country 2. That's a fine game to play. Mm-hmm. She got through the first world, and then she got to that second world, and she was just like, this game sucks. And I was like, first of all, <laughs> what? <laughs> she just, she's never played video games before, ever. Like, she didn't grow up with video games. And uh, that got a little frustrating. But, like, I mean, I recommend, like, the Persona series can got to be intimidating to some people that don't like micromanaging and, like, shit like that. Because that's a lot of, like, managing and things like that and, like, social links and all that shit. When it comes to anime, I still haven't watched it. But I got a friend that tells me that I need to fucking watch One Piece. And that is one that I just get intimidated by every time. You know, I just recently watched a clip of One Piece. And it was it was on, like, one of those those top ten lists of, like, the most crazy battles yeah. or some shit like that. Top ten anime portrayals. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and there was just one clip. I don't know who he was facing. It looked like uh, Zoro or whatever the fuck his name is. Because that's probably not his name. Uh, but no, there's Zo- a Zoro in there. There's a Zoro in there. Well, Zoro is the facing off guy. against. He's got the three swords, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so Zoro was facing off against the um, like he looked like he was like a navy guy. Like he looked, he looked like he worked for the government. Sounds or some right. Shit like that. The navy is the bad guy in a lot in one of the arcs. Okay, well, this motherfucker. They go into a fight, and it is it is fucking high intensity. Fucking. Oh yeah, bullshit. there's some awesome fights in there, and. This motherfucker is just like, yo, I got a dip. Here's a meteor. Summons a fucking meteor into the ground. Zoro is just like, yo, watch this fucking. Yeah. And I'm just like. Because he fights with a sword in his mouth, too. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. It's crazy fucking good. The. The everyone reacting to it like there's they, they shoot to other side characters watching everything go down. And you're watching the hype of the NPC characters yeah. indirectly like hype you up. And I'm just like, yeah. yo, I, I need to watch this. And then I start at episode one. I mean, maybe I start at episode one of One Piece, and I'm just like fucking go somewhere. Do something. Oh, yeah. Like anything. Where it's at now is like super fucking cool, but like you gotta you gotta build. Yeah. Like you gotta get there. Like, yeah, I wish that there was a guide out there that pretty much said, yo, if you want to watch One Piece, watch you want these the, episodes. You want the movie catch-ups is what you want. I guess. <laughs> like, yo, give me the movie arcs or the OVA where it encapsulates everything that happened yeah. in this one 200-episode arc and just keep me moving. Just just push me I got through. really lucky because I saw the fight in My Hero Academia. I saw Deku versus uh, Todoroki. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, right after it happened. And I was like, that's when I got in. And I was just like... But also, there's not nearly as many episodes of My Hero Academia as, as, as there is of One Piece. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. But my friend, she tells me... She posted something on Facebook. It said, like, all you people... She goes, I'm staring at insert name here. And it was a video of someone, like, saying, I'll watch One Piece when Biden wins the election. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then their friend walks in and just like dancing. They're like, fuck, I got to watch. I didn't listen to it, but I'm assuming it's the theme song of One Piece. So, but I don't know, man. I also just don't have enough time to just sit and watch anime anymore like I used to, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Going back to the, the question, time. what is yeah. the game that you want to enjoy introduce to people, but you struggle showing it off? Fuck, man. I'm trying to think. <laughs> oh, it would be Harvest Moon. <laughs> I love uh, I love Harvest Moon, but I got friends that are just like, what the fuck are you playing, man? Like, like this is farming. You're farming. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know, man. It's cool. It's it's relaxing. I have good memories with this game. I had memories of my mom sitting on my bed, and I was sitting in my floor playing it, and she would just sit and watch me play, and, like, that was just a cool time. I think so. that that's less so much on... What the fuck is it? Less so much on, like, the individual game and more stringent on the genre selected. Yeah. Because there's just, just a lot of people that are not into... Like, like me, I'm not, I'm not big on farming simulators. Like, Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley. What's the... There's another one that's... I think it's made by Natsume. Uh, maybe Natsume is the one that, that did Harvest that's Moon. That's Harvest Moon. There's another that's one Moon. that's not Harvest Moon that's very similar to Harvest Moon, and I don't fucking remember what it I is. I just think of Stardew Valley. Yeah, there's another one out there. Not that it's important. I just think that the entire genre as a whole is more... It, like, it leans more on that concept rather than the individual game. That's fair enough. That's all I can really think of, though. Yeah. I guess sometimes people, th- they're like, I don't want to play this collect-a-thon. Like, there's some people that are like, I don't want to play collect-a-thons and shit like that, mm-hmm. so... I don't know. I don't talk enough to enough people or recommend games to people. And they're just like, I don't, I've had some people I've recommended monster hunter to. And they're like, this ain't my jam. I don't like hunting games. Scotty, Scotty doesn't like hunting games. Like he don't, I, he's like, he said, I've never seen the appeal of them. So uh, for me, I've got to like have a good group in order to enjoy monster hunter. MMOs, MMOs. Oh MMOs yeah. That's another I would one. say MMO World of Warcraft Final Fantasy 14. Those are two big ones that I'm like, "Hey, play because I want you to play with me cuz the game will be more fun." Yeah. And people are like, "Fuck this game. I don't like this game." <laughs> like, it's hard going enough. through Monster Hunter like by yourself cuz I kind of feel like lost. Like I, I know that you're probably yeah. going to And rightfully so because you don't you don't know the game. Yeah, like here, I'm going to I'm going to give like the baby shit version of this. I tried playing Final Fantasy Explorers with my wife and my ex-roommate's girlfriend. And for like two solid weeks, we went in and we just we just fucking tanked the game. And I was having a good ass time because like there you can buy armor sets, you can buy spells. I mean it's essentially But they didn't know what the hell was going on. Well no, they they did. They were they were starting to get into it. But the problem was is that by the time we reached endgame, like one of them just fell off. And oh, yeah. I was almost to the point where I was playing alone and I'm like, this just isn't as fun. It's like Triforce Heroes. Triforce Heroes oh, was yeah. another game along those lines. And I, I mean, like even Federation Force, those type of games where they like promote that that co-op multiplayer experience. It's it's hard for some people to get into like Monster Hunter. It's easier because you can just jump on with anybody online. Mm-hmm. Uh, preferably you'd want to have somebody that you know, but I mean, like you could still just like jump in and join. Oh, yeah, the you fight. could jump in a group with randos, yeah. But like with more obscure titles, uh, I don't know. 
it's 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 a rough one. Anyway, uh, yep. Zombie Hunter asks again, "What's your opinion on stores like Walmart telling people not to wait outside and to only order the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X via the internet and picking it up in store, having them bring it to your vehicle or mailing it?" Well, it'd be different if Walmart was to the point where they were like limiting people in stores. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're even doing regulating that. No, shit. they're not. They're they're yeah. counting how many people come in, but there's like. There's some days where, like, my Walmart's fucking packed, you know? Well, there's some days my Walmart doesn't even enforce the mass shit, so... But that's not the point. I think that's kind of stupid. Like, can you imagine if they did that with the 3080? Like, the only people that got 3080s were people that were able to... Most people got were able to go to a brick and mortar and wait in line to get one. But they weren't. I tried doing that, and fucking they sold out because everyone online bought the bitches. Well, that's why you got to go out in like California. There's like, or not even so much California, but there's like those those shops that aren't like huge chains. Mm. So there's like out in California. I know for a fact. I can't remember what it's called, but there's like it's strictly computer parts store. Like that's how it is, and they got like a certain amount in and all that stuff. Uh, I mean, it would be different. If, like I said, they were regulating, like, you, we don't need extra people waiting outside. But, like, why? Why are you telling people not to wait outside? Like, you're waiting for – it's just like it's been always. Like, that's what you do. You wait in line for the pre for the pre-orders to open up and stuff. I do think it's a fairly decent idea considering COVID. Well, yeah, but that's the thing is would they be – I don't think they would be asking this if it wasn't COVID. You don't think so? I I think that it is a combination between COVID and then seeing what happened with the pre-order fiasco between the 3080, the Xbox Series X, and the PlayStation 5. Less so much on the Series X, but more so on 3080 and PlayStation 5 because just immediately those 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 shits sold out. You know, you could ha- you could put in as many pre-orders as you want to. Pretty much tell any store, "Hey, this one is mine," and then they'll ship it out to you. Over near us, for Walmart, the requirement is is that you have to have a Walmart uh, account. You have to order it through your home store, and you just have to come pick it up, or they bring it to your vehicle. And you can only get one. So I think that that's supposed to be some sort of countermeasure to make sure Try that to regulate it. Yeah, to make sure that. If you want one, everyone has the opportunity to get one. I guess. I mean, I don't know either. I don't care about this generation. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care about it. I don't know. That's my it's sad. Things. We do a video game news podcast, and this is like the first time ever that I don't care about a generation. Last question. H2O Happy Dude asks, pick one video game IP that hasn't been turned into a movie yet. Now give me a director a lead role you would want to have in that movie. For example, I would want a Splunky movie starring Will Smith and the director be of being the first Resident Evil movie director, Paul W.S. What? Anderson. First of all, go fuck yourself on that. Uh, uh, Star Fox, Channing Tatum, Michael Bay. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, not Channing Tatum. Uh, Adam Driver. He'd be a good fox. <laughs> Yo, let it be Adam Driver, but as a human, and he has, like, fucking... Like the cats, like, uh... No, 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 Green screen shit? No, no, not the cats. (laughs) Like, have Adam Driver, he's the only human character. They call him Star Fox, and then have puppets 
of everybody else. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Michael Bay movie anymore. <laughs> what would I want? Fuck. I think that if I wanted to see a movie, I think an easy one to do would be Metroid. You get Metroid. Yeah, they did that movie already. What? You're going to say Alien? It's called Alien and Aliens. No, 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 no. No, no that's, Metroid is a direct <laughs> inspiration from Alien and Aliens. Yeah, but it's not, it it's not. Okay, fine. I'll pick something else. I'll pick something no, else. I mean, you can go with it. Just be aware. I'll, I'll pick something else. <laughs> Shit. What's, what's, a, what's a good IP that you can Something that hasn't been. I can't pick Monster Hunter, so. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, I keep on you thinking. You can do a you can do a Mega Man X movie. Can you? I w- I would probably go you back to like it. like Mega Man, Mega Man making a kids movie or some shit like that. Uh, if you want to do a serious one, you could do a Mega Man and. Uh, I mean, you could make it look like Tron Legacy. Like, if you want to go that futuristic look and make it look really cool like that, you could you could do something pretty cool with it. As director wise. I don't know if you want to be artsy fartsy, you can put David Lynch in there, but I don't think he's gonna. He'd be like, "What the fuck is this script?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something quirky because, like, the director I want to use is Wes Anderson, and Wes Anderson. Why? Why does everyone like Wes? Because he's super Wes good. Anderson. He's super good. Isle of Dogs. Oh, Wes. Wes Anderson. Wes yes, Anderson. I'm Not sorry. Paul I, I W. S. Anderson. Got it mixed up. Wes Anderson, I think he did, like, Isle of Dogs, and he also did The Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox. I'm just trying to think of a movie that would fit with that. I don't know. Uh, I have a director and no game. (laughs) I have a director and no no script. (laughs) Uh, Apparently David Lynch came out with, like, a new 30-minute short on Netflix or something where he's 30 minutes of him talking to a talking monkey. Why? Or some shit. What? It's David Lynch and he's fucking insane. Oh, no, chat's got it. Wes Anderson, Pikmin. There you go. Yeah, Pikmin, and I want... uh, Who do I want? Yeah, and it doesn't say it has to be live action either. It doesn't. Because that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe, like, some some puppet or some clay shit. Uh, Who would I want to star in it, though? I don't know. Who would would your Olimar be? Who would your Olimar be? Right? Um, You could probably do, like, a Tom Hiddleston, new Spider-Man. No, I was thinking of somebody like a little bit older, a little bit more goofy. And for some reason, the only Jim Carrey. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could do Jim Carrey. But I was honestly thinking for some reason, the the fucking the fucking dude from Seinfeld, not not the racist and not Jerry George Costanza. Yeah, Costanza. You get Costanza yeah. to play as Alomar. No, not the rock. Oh, yeah, that's the role <laughs> that's going to bring him back. <laughs> I don't know. That's just the first thing that came to my mind. I have to prepare Newman. Newman. Give me a Brutal Legend game. Yeah, but that's literally just... I mean, give me a Brutal Legend movie. Yeah, but again, that's just Jack Black. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. That's fine. You could do it. <laughs> Get Kevin Smith to direct it. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what's up. That That's the perfect one. Bro, I don't know who Jason Alexander is. Jason Alexander is George Costanza. <laughs> Well, fuck. That's that's his real name. <laughs> Dumb fuck. Well, damn it. fuck. <laughs> like I said, uh, I I don't watch enough movies or TV to know who the fuck these people are. I m- care more about 
my video games. Nah, but you're shitting on Metroid for Aliens. Can't do Brutal Legend. Uh, first of all, I don't know if you know what shitting on means. I wasn't shitting on it. I was shitting on his choice to be like, Metroid is already a movie. Like, that's, all, like, that's already what that is. <laughs> One of the characters' name is Ridley. <laughs> like, what? Well, come on! <laughs> anyway, Corey, what are you doing this week? Oh, man, I got a fucking list. Where's oh I'm using OBS. Never mind. I have a stream list that I'm going to use. I was going to suggest to you that tomorrow night, which for listeners this would be yesterday, uh, we should do that Mario 64 race. Okay. We should actually fucking do it. Okay. <laughs> I will do it. No, no more Harry Bush nuns. No more like, Harry Bush nuns. <laughs> no one. You. It's the J. It's a Jay and Silent Bob quote. I Remember I when seen Carrie Fisher. Yes, you and we watched it in the fucking Discord. That's in that movie? When I remember Carrie the Clint Commander, the but I do not remember the Harry Bush nuns. Carrie Fisher is the nun that picks them up on the side of the highway. And then he like goes down on her because George Carlin taught him that's the rule of the road. <laughs> the unwritten rule of the road. And then later in the movie, he goes, that's it. We're going to Hollywood. No more Harry Bush nuns. No more like all this shit. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh I remember now. Yeah. Uh, no, we need to do that. Uh, I got my farts and crafts stream going on this farts week. Farts and crafts stream. Okay. I'm doing it. Farts and crafts. Uh, farts and crafts stream. Uh, yep, that's a word. I don't know what I'm going to make yet. What else was there? I was going to play something else this week, too. I can't pull up my fucking... Because it's on OBS. It's on my other thing. So, no. I'm just going to try and stream some more. Oh, the mod. Like, I'm hoping the parts come in. So I can stream the mod on my Game Boy SP. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. I'll pick a game and play it. Fall Guys got Godzilla as a costume, so I need to try and get that shit. Are they still offering probably... Sonic as a as a skin? I mean, he's probably in the rotation. Okay. But the rotation happens different. Okay. I bought it. I have it. So. Lucky. <laughs> but, I don't know. We'll see. I got to start Christmas shopping. Hell yeah. It's that time. It's that time. We got to start doing that shit. I've... And uh, we got to go shopping for a couch. Oh, goddamn. We don't have one, so we need to go get one. <laughs> what happened to your couch? Did you just not have one? We sold the sectional and then got two recliners. Oh, nice. And now we need a couch because we're having family over for Thanksgiving. Right, right, so. right. I, well, if we're going to do Super Mario Brothers race, that's going to be tomorrow. Uh, we're going to do more Shimigami Tensei 4 because I've been having a lot of fun with that game. That game is super good. I'm also, as far as my retro streams, I, I'm starting a new thing. One night a week, we are going to save Sega. We gotta, there's too much shit going on with Sega. We need to save Sega. We need to bring back some, some relevance to the name of Sega. So uh, one night a week is going to be dedicated to Sega. I don't necessarily know if that's going to be... Uh, it should probably be your Mega Visions night. Well, I mean, maybe. That's what I was about to say. Like, should that be my Mega Visions night or not? Because I'm actually thinking about moving on to four nights a week. Wow. Yeah, because I want to hit my 12 days on fucking a month. Oh, are you not a fil- No, no. Oh, no, you're I'm an affiliate. I'm affiliate, but, like, they say, like, you have to have 12 days a month in order for you to, like, fucking get anywhere on Twitch. So, I know. Mm. Dedicating on that. <laughs> get, dedicating one day a week to Mega Visions kind of eats into that. So Tuesdays, I might start doing like Shin Megami Tensei or we do something with Sega. Um, we're playing Shining Force right now. I've played the beginning of Shining Force multiple times, like 
fucking yeah. multiple times. So I'm I'm just trying to grind my way through Shining Force. I might start diving into the Fancy Star series because I've, I've had an itching to play some RPGs. And it was either that gotcha. or I start jumping into Fire Emblem because I've got a lot of Fire oh, Emblems Jesus. that I haven't played. You can get that, uh, that, re- that one they just re-released. Oh, yeah, for the, uh, the NES. The, yeah. the NES uh, port over to the Switch. That doesn't come out until December, I think. But, I mean, that's uh, that's interesting. But at the same time, why would I play the NES version of Shadow Dragon when I can just play the DS remake? Right? Yeah. I, all I'm saying is, or oh, I'll be playing Pokemon Stadium 2 if that comes in in time. Hell yeah. That's what's up. So, uh, I got to get my other, tra- I bought that other transfer pack strictly so I could trade Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I could get my Alakazams and my Gengars and shit. So... Whenever we get Pokemon Stadium 2, I'm going to completely erase it, regardless of what it already has on it. And then we're going to fight and get the... Because you have to unlock different things to play different gens in Pokemon Stadium 2 on the Game Boy Tower. Right. You have to do different things. You don't just get that shit right away. Mm-hmm. So, we'll be doing that. So, basically it. I'm trying to think anything else. Sonic no. tier list continues. I'm probably going to... I'll probably dedicate one night to beating Sonic 3D Blast. It's not a long game. It's not a hard game. Yeah. Uh, just get that one out of the way. Yeah. But outside of that, I think, a- I think those games is where I'm going to, like, explore my time. Also, Plus Man. Pulse Man. I want to try out Pulse Man, finally. Plus Man. Plus Man. Plus Man. Uh, yeah, you can check us out over on twitch.tv slash tornado underscore Jones and twitch.tv slash antichrissv. Antichris underscore SV. Underscore SV, gotcha. But no, that's it. I gotta go take some more ibuprofen and gargle with some more salt water because my my wisdom teeth holes are hurting again. Cool. So. <laughs> I got a shit and I'm turtling, so you guys have a good one. <laughs> oh, gross. <All> right. <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Actually, before we do that, let's see. If we, I'm we turtling! We got, I'm sorry. We gotta go raid someone. We gotta raid someone. Uh, I think Jason Sipes is streaming, so we can go raid him. So Okay, yeah. We'll see Food and drink. Later. Let's go. Thanks for tuning. See you guys later. Take it easy. Make sure to follow and subscribe if you want to keep up with us.